All right. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Melanin Tree Season 3. It's usually just two Melanin brothers talking about what's going on in the world and in our minds. But today we have the first guest of the season. It is a third melanated brother. With me, I got my co-host, Ninja Gambit. Ninja, what's up, bro? I'm doing good, man. All right. And last but not least, the guest of the hour, or however long this lasts, I don't know. JTrev23. JTrev, yeah. speak to me. What's up with you? What's up? All right. Talk to me nicely. I, I get it. Sure. <laughs> All right, so Jacob, how does it feel to be the the first guest of the uh, third season? Uh, feels like a Friday. I'll take it. I'll th that sounds that's pretty good, I guess. Okay. Uh. So, Ninja, did you think about a couple? Well, I guess let me start off by asking how were how were your uh, guys' weeks? Uh, you can go first, Jacob. Uh, well, you see, my week is how it always is. Ass, and not the good kind. I get it, because cause you like ass, yes. I was going to say, I, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> Just because I'm gay doesn't mean I like ass. And for clarification, for anyone who doesn't know, yes, I'm gay. Deal with it. Oh, yeah, I forgot to uh, introduce this. So, JTrev23 uh, is... A, he's... <laughs> How do I say this? He's a part of the LGBT. Are you... well, actually, that's actually part of the question. <laughs> just say I'm fucking gay. Jtrev is a gay man and a video game developer. Yeah. In school right now to do some big things. Yeah, I spend all day working on games, and then I show them to people, and they break them and make me cry. Well, sort of like being gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's more to him than just his uh his sexuality, you know. Yeah, man, don't I'm gonna cancel you now. J Trev is like a um, what are those called? Those type, those types of knives, those tools. A dull knife. What? Those tools I... that have multiple uh multiple things coming out of it. Whoa, oh, you, uh, multi tool. Yeah, multi tool. There you go. Oh, I thought you were okay. <laughs> No. For... Like, come on, man. Why would I call him a dull knife? That's not so true. You said no. a knife. But a knife comes out of it. That's what. That's whatever. Moving on. Hmm. Ninja, have you thought of a couple things to talk about? I already have a couple questions, like for JTrub, that I think it could, we could go into discussions with. Oh, I, I just said I was gonna think about it, and I didn't Did think you? about it. No, okay. I, lied. I, I lied to you. I, I, I guess I do. <laughs> I'm so surprised. <laughs> Me too. I, I got busy. Honestly. I was busy too, bro. Like, just not a real busy ass day today, honestly, guys. Uh, Today, so I was working Dude, on. I got something we could talk about. Oh, well, okay, sure. I'll talk about my day real quick then, and then we could talk about it. So, I ended up. uh. I was working on an assignment that is due Wednesday. It's like some motion thing that I have to write up, some law stuff. And just a few hours ago, I was a part of some, uh, I was a room coordinator in a debate. So I basically had to uh, take a leadership role in one of the rooms in which one of the debates 
were happening. It was a very new experience for me, but I really enjoyed it, and I want to do it again. Hmm. Again, I take the leadership role as very, uh, very nice, almost intoxicating. Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, Jaytra, what do you want to talk about before I get into what I want? Unless it's the same thing. It could be the same thing. You know what Zang's been posting in uh, the group chat about the whole like Harry Potter thing going on. Oh, with with her, uh, what is it? Is it anti? What was it concerned? Anti-Semitic or homophobic? Transphobic. Transphobic. There we go. J.K. Rowling. Oh yeah, J.K. Rowling with her transphobic ass. I have a question. Should should it be transphobic or is like should they change the word? Is it, doesn't that mean she's scared of them or? Well, I mean, like... people usually use phobia to to talk about hate as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like utter disdain. So that's a, a common thing. Like homophobic isn't just fear of gay. It's uh, you yeah. dislike gays to the point of hating them. Yeah, and you see a gay person. Them, <laughs> yes. Hmm. Yes. There are. <laughs> Watch some Law and Order. <laughs> there, episodes were literally that was the whole purpose of why what's the name ended up dead is because he was gay and someone saw him kiss a boyfriend and then boom. Hey, J. Trump, how do you project. feel about that? Uh, that type of media is realistic. Yeah, I mean that's I mean, that's the world. That's kind of fucked up, honestly. I mean, that, like, to be it's fair, such a normal thing that to be showed on TV. But yeah. I mean, it is the world. Yeah. Mm. To to be fair, though, like the world is changing, but it hasn't yeah. changed. Yes, definitely like, not yet. Like there is a lot more openness than it was like twenty years ago, even ten years ago. But yeah. there's still that hate out there, and still people that rightfully so need to be afraid of other people because. Mm-hmm. Just being who you are could cause someone to want to do you harm. Yeah, that's true. I try to, uh, I try to, damn, I can't even make this joke. I'm like, <laughs> oh gosh, I was gonna make, I was gonna make a messed up joke, but you tried yeah, to the, get yourself out of bed, but you couldn't. What? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> disgusting. Hey, anyway, we said his booty was sore. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's 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 not go there. That's not where I went, but for sure. Yeah, I, I did not, not think he was going there. Yeah, I did not think you were going there. Oh, <laughs> dang! Never mind. My fault. You got, you got, you got, you got BZ. What's what's good? Nah. What is, what's up? He just went all the way right. Well, where was he going? Left? I guess the left got nothing for well, him. I wasn't going straight. Were you? <laughs> I think it's rapping now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bar <laughs> but uh, uh something I wanted to say but I think I forgot I can't remember bad. no that's fine um, it has but to do with on, the, on the transphobia stuff though yeah so I haven't read into it a lot like I've I've looked into what I saw in the thing, and I kind of have a general understanding of what's going on, but also 
I feel like the fans are blowing things way out of proportion that they don't need to. Mm-hmm. Because as much as, like, I want to say that, like, the world should be an open place and should be um, where everyone should, you know, not be judgmental about people's sexuality or relations and stuff like that. But still, you have to respect even the bigots. Like, I know that that sounds wrong, but you have to respect people's decisions for what they feel because you Mm -hmm. can't decide what they feel. So, even though, like, J.K. Rowling might be transphobic, that doesn't mean that people should attack her because she doesn't want to include transsexual characters in her universe. It's her universe. She's the one who made Harry Potter. So, she should be able to... You put whoever she wants to put in there. And the fans, in my opinion, are blowing things way out of proportion. And, like actually attacking her and like the studios making these games to points that they don't need to because they're trying to force their opinions onto the situation you know that was something that um i feel like a a lot of people with common sense understand about the cancel culture that's really like hypocritical is the word hypocritical and pretty like self-destructive about it is the fact that like like they came up with, with for a noble cause, right? Now I understand what they're going for, going after like someone like J.K. Rowling. You know, you you want to make the world a better place. You don't want to support transphobia and whatnot. But like you said, like to what extent are you willing to go? You know what I mean to make a better place. Are you willing to become to stoop to the level of like some horrible people? You know, like stoop down to the level of somebody who is not even willing to let a person sit with those wrong thoughts as long as they don't do anything wrong you know if they don't do anything to hurt people i personally feel like and i feel like you guys would agree as long as nobody's doing anything outwardly like it doesn't seem like jk rowling does that you know is yeah you know if you're not hurting nobody with your thoughts then you're free to think whatever you want you know it's, it's kind of like first yeah but it's like i get that we want to change the world and we want everybody to think the same way but it's like that's not going to work. And if, if it is going to work, it's not going to happen because you cancel somebody and you ruin their life over what they think. Not even what they do, but what they think. And I feel like that that's something, you know, your mental space is something that shouldn't be, shouldn't be uh, penetrated. Sausage and peppers Unless is an Italian out there. Then you're free for criticism. Then you put yourself out there for criticism, but if you're not going out of your way to try to destroy a group of people or a culture or anything like that, then it's like, you know, whatever. You may not change, but everything here is fucking temporary, dude. Just let it rock. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, you gotta know what battles to fight. Facts. Like, mm. it's not like J.K. Rowling is some politician running for uh, office and trying to um you know pass bills off for like promoting transphobia or something like that she's Mm -hmm. writing books she's making creative work Mm -hmm. who are you uh, who, who are you but a fan like what what's 
what determines the what you believe your favorite author should and should not write? Like it's up to them. Are the Harry Potter books even transphobic? Like explicitly transphobic? No, it's uh her extended work and some of the comments that she's recently said. Okay. So they're gonna cancel the work because of <clears throat> you see that leads into another discussion and something that I feel like a lot of people have difficulty with. It's like separating the person from the art. A lot of people can't like don't seem to be able to do that these days. And I understand that there's an extent to where it's like, you know, depending on what the person does, if it's bad enough, then maybe don't separate the art from the person. But, you know, I feel like you have to be pretty damn extreme for someone with common sense to not even be able to separate you from your art. Yeah. And then what, be there yet. And, and then what Ninja's pulling up more to it with like the stuff Zane was posting about the games, like the uh, if you remember the Gamergate situation, yeah. um, the lead developer had videos from like over four or five years ago where he said he supported the Gamergate movement, and that's where people brought up, and it's like. Mm. Yeah, it's like, okay, I don't support that. You do. This was four years ago. Why should that care about you making a game now in 2021? This is, is another another cancel culture is, thing, bro. Is Harry Potter yeah, even in the game? Or is this based off the world? No, this is a, it's a prequel. It's, it's, oh. You are... You are you are a student that's at um, Hogwarts before Harry even was freaking conceived. Hmm. What is, was it like the eighteen hundreds or something? I don't know. A long time ago. Damn. Oh, I said it wrong. Though. You good? Hello. Huh? Me? Oh yeah, no, I heard something, but um. Oh yeah, uh, I think it was a. Uh... J Trev's uh mic. Was it? Yeah. No. So you won't notice it because it's it's your thing, but like it happens a few times. It's not really like, you know, that bothersome. But sometimes it like it randomly switches to your uh like desktop or laptop audio or your laptop mic. Uh yeah, that's my headset. I need a new one. Yeah. Mm. But uh what was I gonna say? But yeah, definitely separating the uh, we call artist from the art. But I don't, I've, mm -hmm. I've never read a uh, what's her name, J.K. Rowling. I never, I've never read Harry Potter, so I don't really know anything about mm -hmm. her uh, transphobia. But I feel like Riri would be someone who could chime into that part very well if she was. And here. again, it's for, it's about like some recent stuff that she's been doing because yeah. I've read the entire Harry Potter books. Like I haven't read the um. Was it the um something beast? You know the um fantastical beast. Yeah, the fan. Yeah, I haven't seen read the fantastical beast works or any of her new like stuff. But mm -hmm. at least in uh Harry Potter itself, like it it none of its phobia. Heck, most people back in uh back in when the movies were coming out were saying that oh X is gay and Y is um 
likes who and like oh, yeah. there was all the like, shipping. Uh, yeah, there was like a whole bunch of like random shipping. Three star dot slash Ragusia. That was never a thing. No. But, <laughs> yeah. Damn. No, I mean like um how do I explain this? Not like like calculated fan theory. If I if that makes sense. Calculated. Like um have you ever seen like um Okay, take Persona uh 4, right? Uh, yeah, oh, these are very So like the like, Kanji thing? Or no, not Yosuke. Kanji. Not not even Yosuke. With um Yukiko and uh Chie, right? Oh, okay. Where like there are enough things in Persona 4 where you can say that Yukiko and Chie could be a thing. Mm -hmm. Like, even though it's never explicitly said, it's never explicitly done, and you could date either Yukiko or Chie, there is enough content, supported content within the game that you can form the theory that Yukiko and Chie uh, belong together. Oh, okay. So it's one of those. So, okay. Gotcha. So yeah. So there was stuff like that coming up with the Harry Potter series, where like, oh, because Neville did this and he did that, and in this book he did this and said this to that person, he's gay, right? Yeah. That's what I mean by calculated fan theory, not just ships for the sake of ships. Okay. So like, that makes sense. He he glanced over for two seconds. That kind of. Thing. <laughs> Because <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen stuff like that. Yeah. But more yes, than one in every direction. Like but yes, stuff like that. Okay. Those fans are, those fans are crazy. I feel like that's a reach. Or some that's of reach city. I feel like it's less of a reach than just saying X and Y belong together. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely less of a reach. <laughs> yeah, belong is that. That's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Shipping just to ship is like. It's like Luffy, you know, he's in his gum gum. That type of reach. Uh, I didn't get the reference. You don't you know who Luffy is, nigga? Like, you know Luffy. I, I don't know what gum gum is. Is that, that, is that a stretchy arm? Yes, it's stretchy arms. Oh. Yeah, I, I know. He literally says, like, gum gum. I've never watched the whatever. episode of One Piece. I... You didn't play Jump Force? Hell no! I didn't waste my money on that trash. You didn't watch Zane play Jump Force. I don't. I didn't hear it, like the sound effects. I'm just saying mm, gum gum. Yeah. I, I know. I know he has stretchy arms though. Okay. I know so that you just don't pay attention. No, I ain't paying attention to trash characters, nah, voice lines. Just on me. You men don't pay attention to shit. He he has fifty streams up all on mute. <laughs> Actually, I have three right now. <laughs> Tree. Tree fitty? Man, I'm Tree not a fan of One Piece, though. Ever since I was a kid. Maybe, to be honest, me neither. But I never really gave it a good chance. I, I saw it on, when it was on Four Kids, and I was just like, oh. eh. Yeah. So the thing that's... That, the thing about it, it's like it has so many episodes, and I know it gets better as the episode goes on because you know that's usually how it goes. Artists progress, 
and writers progress and things like that but it's like i have to go through so much of this older stuff to get to get like to the progression and it's like yeah i can appreciate where you started at but it's just like it's not keeping me here bro and when like i've had someone literally tell me this that it gets good around 400 episodes in <laughs> like why Jesus. do i want to watch 400 what, episodes what kind first? of incentivization <laughs> is that bro <laughs> like why what do i want to watch me? 400 episodes first of trash before it gets good that's like around a hundred other anime you could watch <laughs> instead before it gets good yeah i know like someone like zang would say it gets good you know way earlier than that though but that's because he's a diehard fan of one piece and the thing is i understand why zang is such a diehard fan of one piece because it's I may not be able to stay for the actual content, but the characters and whatnot, and the things that, that you know, the things that the show stands for, is something that phone. I actually, That's I really rock with. That. Mm-hmm. I rock with the shit that I like that I hear about One Piece from people and the the motives behind people like Luffy. I may not watch, you know, I may not watch it ever, but I still believe, like from what I heard about Luffy, that he's actually one of the greatest protagonists in anime, if what I'm hearing is to be believed yeah yeah you know what i mean and why is what so what's the point of the show just to get the one piece yeah pretty much yeah yeah Hmm. that's basic i guess but you don't need to be complex yeah the main thing for like all of them is like the whole crew luffy's thing is getting the one piece and being the king of pirates but every like their whole thing if you were to summarize it all of them are just like they're like dream chases like meat mill the dream chasers. It's been a dream. Okay. But like, are are they? You didn't get that one. <laughs> Each one of them have their own reasons for being with the crew and things that they aspire to do and go after. Yeah, well, dream that's chasers. Any, that's any protagonist, isn't it? Or characters? <laughs> I think any the main good, thing is just any like, good written protagonist and character. Yeah, yeah it's also too. like the extent to where they, the extent to that they go to to achieve their goals. Oh, they do anything, huh? Anything. Yeah, they seem like they all do anything. Anything. <laughs> anything. Yeah, they. To you know, Even, what's her name? Big Mom. Big Mom. No, I know mm-hmm. that, is. that big old woman. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> See, but she did everything already. <laughs> Oh lord! Did she have that? I can't get. <laughs> what do you have on your stream right now? Uh, it's just food. <laughs> <laughs> you fat ass! I'm sorry. It's just a brown. I tell you, this man don't pay attention. No, I'm paying attention. I'm just, I just had this in the background. <laughs> That's cap. You know you're paying. You're mostly paying attention to that. <laughs> no, I, no, I was just talking. Mostly paying attention to his own stream. But, but uh if Big Mom offered you ten million, would you would you Would I go stupid? I feel like I, I would be able to go in there completely. But I didn't even finish the sentence. I would be able to go on a voyage. Huh? Sure. I did not I didn't finish the sentence. Yeah, go you ahead, just assumed go ahead. I, I meant that. I just said go inside, bro. I didn't say where. 
No, no, you you, you insinuated. Uh, I mean, really, you, it sounded like you would go anywhere. I mean, it's a million dollars. Damn, is it really? I don't know if I'd do that for a million. Can you really say what you meant to say first? Oh yeah, would you? Uh... Oh yeah, you, you're basically getting out. I was getting out. I'm, I'm just messing around. <laughs> oh hell no, it's messing. What about you? What about you, Ninja? Would you? I do it for free. You don't need to pay me. What? Wow. I'm playing. <laughs> you don't want to get paid too? Like, bro, chase a bag. What's wrong with you? I'm down. It's down terrible. <laughs> Atrocious. And J-Trev, what about you? Would you Hell do it no. for a mil? Not a mil? Please, I can make a mil on my own. How? Games. Fuck. Now, right now? If I needed to. J-Trev, throwing ass is not a game, bro. <laughs> Bruh. Uh, here, here's the thing. Um, you've heard of Five Nights at Freddy's, right? Yes. I would do a situation like that. The developer Scott Cawthon, whatever, literally was like making his passion games, and nobody cared about it at all. And so he needed money, so he made Five Nights at Freddy's and became an instant millionaire like overnight. And now he just keeps making Five Nights at Freddy's games because it's good money. Yep. Keep showing if I out. Have, if I have to, I will do something like that. I would prefer to out. keep making. I would prefer to keep making the games I love. But I'm. I told you how games, uh, or going to school, learning about games. It's not just programming. It's a lot of psychology stuff and learning what people like and what like uh, feedback systems and stuff like that. And I feel like I've learned enough and seen enough in the application that if I wanted to, I can make a shitty game that would make me a lot of money. Well, do you want to go into that right now, though, for, like, the pod? Because I know you talked to yeah, me about it before. we can. Alright, so, like, yeah. let me ask you this hypothetical. If you, with your knowledge of psychology and whatnot right now, what type of game do you think is the big money maker right now? Like, what would you drop if you could drop it tonight or tomorrow that you know would make you big bank? If I had just, like, two days? But, like, you know, it would be, like, infinite Tsukiyomi, where you just have all the time in the world type shit. Oh, all the time in the world? Um, Basically, I one, I'd, it'd be a mobile game because that's the biggest market for, like, um... Or earning stuff like as much as like our age group likes uh rpgs and actions and stuff like that the people who actually really shill out money are like 40 the 40 plus euros who are playing the mobile games every single day mm -hmm. like if i like if i wasn't doing it for that age group i definitely go with something more um uh, more like a party shooter or something like that, kind of like Fortnite, but definitely with some twists so that it would, um, you know, not be compared to Fortnite as much. But there's a reason why those games are so popular. Um, but going back to my first um, example, 
I'd make um I make some kind of mobile game where you had lots of inclusivity options. Uh because again that's it's 2021. Um yeah. And like if you've if you had a uh if if your mom or someone plays like mobile games, I'm sure they play one of those like dress up games where like they have the 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 girl that they dress up and have all the different options like it i literally would make something where it's like constantly you need to have things that are constantly there to do and lots of things that you can use real money for and by doing that and actually like incentivizing the players uh into like why you will want this outfit or want this dress or something like that. Like some people literally will just go and pay for it because impulse. And if they, if there's like some kind of reward system in place for it as well, like, Oh, you um, like my, my mom plays this one game where um, they have like fashion contests or whatever in the game. And it's like, well, if you need this kind of outfit in order to win the fashion contest, in order to win this thing, like some people are going to just cave and spend the money on it. Again, mm-hmm. not everyone will, and especially like younger audiences won't because you know they have other games that they want to spend their money on. But for the average like um, forty plus year old who's just like not actually a gamer but trying to just you know pass the time. And yeah. they have so many other games that they're playing. You need something that needs that is able to constantly give them rewards and give them reasons to want to buy things. Okay, oh, so yeah. from the sort of game that you're describing, oh, sorry, Ninja, you could go first. No, I was gonna say I play uh, Dokken Battle. I'm pretty sure you've heard of it, it's like the Dragon mm-hmm. game. Yeah, yep. yeah. I just spoke with my friend. He said he spent like fourteen hundred on it recently jesus i was like nigga you must be bored but (laughs) yeah definitely the like the incentives are there especially when like i think like the what the free option or free currency you can't get anymore Mm -hmm. and that's when they Mm kind of go towards the uh yeah having some um yeah so having the option to buy actual stuff and having this option to buy like if in-game currency a lot more people will buy the in-game currency than the other thing because um, as long as it's balanced well, because even I played Dokkan and I spent five bucks one time because I was like, oh, this only is here till midnight and I really want this pool and I'm all out of things. So I spent, I was like, okay, I'm going to just spend five bucks and do this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another thing is your what you're pricing matters and the actual prices matter because um i've seen some shitty mobile games where they charge like 20 dollars for like let's say five dragon stones and there's no reason that you're going to spend 20 dollars for five of those now if you um spend $20 for 200 dragon stones. That's a little more like mm, I might want to do that. And at the end of the day, it doesn't cost the developer anything to give them more in-game currency. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the good thing like, about uh, these mobile games. You know, really, it's very low are, cost. Or are you really yeah. sacrificing anything for in-game currency, or is this like made up? I'm assuming it's just made up, right? Um, uh, balancing, but other than that, not really. Hmm. It, yeah, like, there's, there's like no cost, uh, no, no down for it. Uh, and that's why gacha games work so well because it's like even with the increase, um, like the person who has five dragon stones versus the person who has two hundred dragon stones. I'm just saying this because of Dokkan. Yeah. Um, uh, still, both of them could get the same exact rare character in one pool. It's just the person with two hundred has more chances to get them, and you and buy and you can't buy chances. You can only buy more in-game currency to roll which is ingenious mm. yeah. but those games always like you always end up spending more and more and more i got sucked into it in high school mm-hmm. i had my exactly. credit out just in class <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was that was not fun i, I was gonna like, say it sounds like uh like... sounds like that's why a game like um you know genshin impact for example did so well yep because it's like you had all these limited time events. You know, it's like Dokkan too, but I just know Genshin a bit more. The only reason why I know Dokkan and maybe like uh, Legend so much is because of YouTubers, like Rhymestyle and stuff. But you have all these limited uh, events. You have all these different units and stuff that have all these, you know, you make them better and better over time. So that it incentivizes the people. And then they have a limited time to get like this certain type of rate. So then you're like, mm, I don't know if I want to grind because if I grind, it's going to take way too long. Let me oh, just and, take my wallet out. And people love exclusivity. Like, especially that's why Fire Emblem uh, Heroes does all the like, ah, yes, this rare Easter version of this character mm. that you can only get from this time to this time. People want to be in the in crowd, not the out crowd. And. Yeah. You better believe I show off my when I played. I showed off my Easter Camilla, even though she was not my best character. Just the showcase, I got Easter Camilla because mm. a lot of people wanted her. Oh yeah, I'd be doing that too. It's yeah, one of the shows like friends too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that like, yeah. that happened for like um Deluke in Genshin Impact. Although he oh, was actually yeah. a really good character as well. It's just like he was the coolest character. And he was so fucking rare that everybody was just dropping hundreds, hundreds, hundreds just to get him just to say, I got the Luke. You know what I mean? Sorry for that. But like, I got, you know, one of the rarest characters in the game. And I don't know why. It must be some sort of psychology thing. I don't know if you could explain it, J-Trap. I know it's the exclusivity thing, but I don't know if you could go into more detail. Where it's like, you're not really, you're not really working for it. But like, people feel a sense of accomplishment. Just for being, you know, just for having something that they know is rare. Or um, even if it's luck or something like that. Even though it's not really luck, it's all predetermined roles. It's a... It's our reward system. Mm. Humans like to be rewarded. Like, they like to be praised. They like to be appreciated. No matter who you are, um, like, you have... You, you know, like, um, the whole thing with, like, humans having dopamine, right? And yeah. they, it uh, releases uh, certain pheromones, uh, not pheromones, but 
You know what I'm talking about in in the body. It was a horny whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know that thing about like weed t- takes advantage of that, and that's why so many people like they get addicted to uh, smoking weed and stuff like that because it makes them feel happy. Mm. People like to feel happy. They whenever they're rewarded. Even if it's for something that they technically didn't quote unquote work for, they feel happy about it. Like, have you ever, um, like, let's say, you know, the people who get like um, uh, some free food or something like that, the food could taste yeah. like ass, but it's free. Mm-hmm. And they are happy that they got something free. Like, if they want to, like, let's say you were talking about how you won that raffle, right? Like, oh, yeah. Yep. Like, it, you don't care about that um the 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 body stuff as much as like um as like if it was a PS5 but whether you want to raffle for some body cream or uh want to raffle for a PS5 you're still going to get that like feeling of uh of reward that your brain is going to say yo this is really good and you're going to be like, yes, I'm happy about this. And even though that doesn't last a long time, especially in mobile games and stuff like that, it's something that humans strive for unconsciously because they constantly want to be appreciated and rewarded. And it sounds like, you know, especially considering the fact that you said it doesn't last a long time, that's kind of what makes the addiction, right? Exactly. But that it doesn't last a long time. Mm-hmm. You just want to keep getting there again and again and again just to feel that happiness. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, <laughs> that's why like every day I log into the game and at least do a a single summon, just to get mm-hmm. that little rush. Like a exactly. lot of cocaine after, but yeah, but like yeah, you should mm-hmm. just do that. Not even gonna lie, I do that sometimes with uh not even gotcha games, cocaine? but with rhythm game. What? I did you not hear a lot of cocaine? <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, you, you didn't hear me? No. Nah. Oh, nope. never mind. Go on. Go on. Nope. No. <laughs> but uh, I, I actually do that with rhythm games. Is what I wanted to say. Like Friday Night Funkin'. I play that game. I play just a few songs on that game every day. And I always go to like... I think it's part of why I'm a masochist too. Because of the little dopamine rush that you get when you do something that's like... And I... I wanted to ask, do you think, uh, J-Trev, that it's the unexpectancy of it, too, that contributes to the dopamine hit? I think, yeah, because it's not guaranteed. Yeah. It's a different thing if you say, like, I'm, again, the whole thing about, like, winning free food versus I'm going to go to the store or go to even a restaurant and order this food. Like, it, yeah. it there are two different feelings where... Let's say you go to McDonald's and order um, a Big Mac versus if you randomly won a raffle for the Big Mac. You probably don't care about the Big Mac, but the one that you got for free is going to make you feel happier. That is true. Because I was thinking about um, what you said with, you know, how people, you know, the normal thing, the, the normal thing was just like how people like to be praised. And, you know, it makes sense when you think about it because it's like, you know, when you get a compliment from like your crush that feels 
exponentially better from getting it from your parents. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, I imagine that's the reason for it because like, you kind of expect it from your parents after a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no. Here's the thing, though. It, for depending. someone who doesn't, for someone who doesn't, if their parent praises them, that feels so much better yeah. because they don't normally mm-hmm. get it. Mm, that's true. And that's also why you get the people who like do stupid things just to seek approval. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, hey, Ray. Like those TikTok motherfuckers. What's up, Ray? Yeah, we didn't start that long ago. Ninja was just streaming. Uh, Pokemon Diamond, right? Were you doing that the whole time? No, I said I made emotes. And then I oh, yeah, you, I saw you were doing time. art. It's not loading now. Uh... Oh, is that the is that title right, Ninja? I thought, Life I thought, is a oh, famous thought... TikTok star. Yeah, I thought you I thought you had the questions, that's why I put it like that. Oh, I could talk. I could bring up the answers to the questions that she did in a bit, but I wanted to like you know have an interview with Jaytra first. Okay, I put that first guy, I forgot, but uh, let me put famous game dev interview. Famous? <laughs> Speaking into Speaking existence. Man. Speaking into existence. Shop over Sony or Nintendo, <laughs> you pick. <laughs> so well, Sony PlayStation and I mean. Alright, Nintendo it is. Famous Nintendo game dev. Yeah, Sony gonna be salty when they see this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm still mad about that. My interview went like really well, and I even did the programming test for them. And they, when I asked for feedback for why they denied me, they said that um, my stuff was correct, but it wasn't the most correct it could be, and it didn't, and it failed to meet some of their edge cases for their test suite. And so that's why I wasn't selected. Wait, run that back? Like, see, yeah, run that back one more time. Um, Okay, like Ninja, why? you know some programming, right? Sadly, but yeah. <laughs> you know how there's a million different ways you can code something, and mm-hmm. there's always going to be an edge case that you have to account for, right? Yeah. Apparently, I didn't account for all the edge cases that they had for their testing. But other than that, what they wanted the function to functions to do during the programming test, I successfully did all that. But so, and they, they just didn't give it to you because you know you you didn't prepare enough. Uh yeah, yeah um, yeah that was basically it because I I had the phone interview and then I had they. Uh, liked me over the phone and so they sent me a programming test and uh, I I took some time to do that and I sent it back to them uh, waited a while for a response and they said they weren't moving forward and I asked them why and that was the reason they gave me. It was actually nice because a lot of companies don't give feedback oh, don't. back after you like ask like what could I have done better so that's something that I really did like about PlayStation um 
However, it also irritates me that that was the reason why I didn't get moved forward. Hmm. This sounds a bit ridiculous. Well, it is I Sony. Mean, to, yeah, yeah. It, exactly. It is. You also have to think, yeah, it's Sony. They're very, very big. They, they make lots of really good games. They only want the best. Uh, close to the best. So did they, like, did they show you what you could have done to pass those edge things when they said you didn't pass it? No, um, they didn't explicitly say that. Oh. Uh, and usually you have to sign an NDA so you can't talk. So you can't even talk way. about it. Okay. Like you can talk generically. Like I can talk generically about this, right? Yeah. I can say that they gave me a programming test. I can't tell you anything that was on the programming test because I signed an NDA. Fair enough. I wouldn't understand so... it anyway. When the stream cuts off, just feel free to tell. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna get kidnapped and tell us when we cut the cameras. <laughs> no. This man's gonna get blackballed, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you just check out the uh, the link up in the chat. I saw that video. And I was like, oh, that shit's funny. But my teacher did it the other day. A chance, but yeah, most people do think programming is that fucking cool, bro. She literally just so went sick. to Google and <laughs> we just <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's 90% of programming. You see an error, you Google it, and yeah, copy and paste. <laughs> uh, oh, you're well, here's the thing though. Well, here's the thing, though. Um, to. Hello, uh, worker. <laughs> I got a music for that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, she said, actually, I'm not gonna. Uh, welcome. Uh, welcome. Um, but here's the thing, though. Um, even though it's a lot like of Googling stuff, at least for me, after you've been programming for a while, you stop doing the tedious stuff and you just run do the tedious stuff for you. And so that because um, instead of like you doing a bunch of like super coding stuff, you press a button and something spits you out the answer. Like, like shortcuts. I. Hmm. You mean like make uh, taking a shortcut? Kind of. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, because I was trying to explain, I, I, and I've talked to this a little bit before to you, Zilly. I hate math. I love programming. Sup, Tone? Yo, Tone. Um, math and programming are not the same. They're both based in logic, but they're not the same. And so uh, for one of our tests that we had to do, uh, it was a math test, and it was open, open book, open computer and uh this was before covid and uh we had like a two-hour block and we had to show all of our answers and stuff like that and i had did most of the thing but i was struggling with this one problem and i couldn't get it how i wanted it to and so i was like well it's open computer so i wrote a program to spit me out the answer in the steps to get the answer yeah, that's so cool you could too. write a program to help you figure out other programs. Yeah, you can do that. Um, wow. 
for me, it was specifically math. I wouldn't call math a program per se, but oh, um, okay. So something yeah, that I, solve pro complicated yeah. problems. Yeah, and that's the thing about programming is that I don't need to solve the answer. I need to know how to get to the answer, and I can write something to solve it for me. That's pretty sick. Sound like a technomancer. <laughs> technomancer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's a that's a nice nice way of putting it. Yeah. You know, like I figure out what the problem is, then I just construct a robot to do it for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to like be like that good at coding, and like Google will help you a lot. To be honest, like even like my like beginner stage, like I just Google and figure it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and again, programming is a very specific though what to what you're doing. Um, there are lots of different programming languages. And even if you're using the same language, if you're making something for web and you're using C-sharp.net, it's going to be completely different than if you're making a game in C-sharp Unity. Wait, I sorry. don't know if I lost you, but... Uh, you sounded up like the last three words. You lost me for sure. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> so um, I'm just trying to listen. That's it. Let me put it this way. You could be using the same language, but what you're using it for will yield totally different results. Okay. I only know like a couple. That's why I'm like. I, I've been programming for like, what, nine years now? It's. Oh, dang. Uh, yeah. yeah. To be I fair, I started in high school, so. Oh, so you already knew what you wanted to do? Uh, not exactly. <laughs> I mean, we could get into that if you yeah, want. Yeah, that kind of leads but... to that leads to some. What is it, Gage? What's up? Talk to me. What you trying to get into? <laughs> <laughs> I've I've told y'all this. I was a theater kid. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. I took I took programming because I thought it was cool and I just was good at it. <laughs> So, like, but, tell us for the pod, man. What happened? Um, so I started uh, doing, like, theater and plays back when I was in middle school because I looked at TV once and I told my mom, I want to be an actor. And she's like, okay, we can set you up for acting. I'm, I'm glad she I'm didn't like, put you on Nickelodeon with Dan Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that day, uh, uh, there was a local theater group audition, uh, just happened to be that day. She, my mom looked it up. She's like, Hey, we can be there in an hour. I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> well, okay. I got put in, I, I, I went, I didn't even know what a monologue was at the time. <laughs> and I just, uh, I just, uh, went in there, um, did some stuff and I got accepted into like their junior degree. Um, and wow. then for from the rest of like middle school through high school, I was just in play after play after play. Um, lots of different roles and stuff like that. I liked it, and I um, I literally just took programming as a as like a a hobby basically because mm -hmm. I thought it was cool. 
I I didn't think I would be down this path of like game development. I it should have been obvious because I did like make like board games and stuff when I was a kid. Uh, but I never really took it seriously. And yeah. then it wasn't until I got to college and I was going to college for theater and I saw how the college people were very different than high school people. I think like I might have mentioned this, but no, no, no. The, the high school theater people were like a cult. I'm sorry, the, the college theater people was like a cult. Mm. Uh, high okay. school was fine. High school was, I mean, it was high school. You know, you have your cliques and everything and all that high school drama, but it was complete normal stuff. Um, in college, though, if, if, if you... If you even talked to someone who was in the theater degree, let alone had a friend who was outside of theater, it was a problem. <laughs> Get away from these no-life talentless losers. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Basically. And I've and I had like people tell me this, like, if you could do anything else, don't do theater because this is what I live and breathe for. Alright. I feel like you did better with games. I feel like always a tech major is better because, like, I don't know how to say this, but you, you, you'd probably be broke, I feel like, going, like, for a theater major. I like, probably I would it, be. Yeah, like, I don't... I don't think... I hate people I like that, bro. Those are fucking gatekeepers. Yeah. Oh, they're talking to me? I'm like... <laughs> nah, not like you. <laughs> not like you. I can tolerate you. Damn. I'm joking, bro. I'm joking, bro. Don't mess up my cut. Damn. I'm gonna I'm start saying other people. Start cutting their pictures. <laughs> oh, that actually leads to another question I, uh, I want to ask J. Trev if he has any knowledge of. But before that, um, I wanted to ask uh, because I know some people who were like into theater. And, you know, they ended up, you know, pursuing other things because it was more lucrative, at least, you know, for the time being. Because I know with theater and what everybody knows is like most people don't really have the opportunity to make a living out of a passion like that. You have to you have to be I want to say lucky. Because one thing that luck really is, is just when opportunity meets preparation, but and not everybody gets the opportunity. You know, most people don't in theater. So it's like my question to you would be. If you had that opportunity, J. Trump, what do you think? Like, would you go for it? Or would you say, nah, I'm good with being, you know, um Here's the thing with me. I would I would do both. <laughs> given the given the you chance, I would do both. Okay. Yeah. Um Hey Zang, what's up? You uh how do I explain this? Like I did I probably i haven't done it in a while but i probably still do love theater um mm. just as much as i like programming it was more of the people and the culture surrounding it that made that deterred me away from that but i loved being on stage i mean who doesn't like being the center of attention with thousands of people you know Looking at you. Lord knows Ninja. Yeah, I know Ninja would it. I hate it. Too. Ninja would rather be in the shadows. I hate it. All day. While I'm streaming on Twitch. But... You fucking liar. 
That's not the same thing though, but whatever. Man, they need uh, like attention. Stop playing. Oh. <laughs> you just don't like it, it on it, as much of a big of a scale as most people. It it goes back mm. to that reward system, right? Yeah. Where... Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. If you're in front of a bunch of people and everyone is laughing at you, that's bad. If you're in front of a bunch of people and they're like clapping for you and saying, woo, that's happy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it depends on the situation. And the added bonus of like having so many people just adds to that like tension of do I will I nail it or will I flop? And when you nail it, it feels it goes back to that positive feedback of this makes me feel good. I can't wait to, I want to experience it more. I want to make more people like laugh at this like funny skit of mine or something like that. Hmm. But also if you flop or fail, that is 10 times more reason why you don't want to do it again. You don't want to feel that shame yeah. and that like fear and that laughter at you again like you you want to stay away from it and get away from all that that sounds like the type of experience that would like make or break a true actor to me yeah so would you um that actually brings this question to me uh do you think would you consider like those theater people that you're with would you say they were addicted to acting oh most definitely Mm -hmm. most definitely okay because, yeah, that seems to, like, makes the most sense. And people would just say, I put my life into this, my life essence. It's like, I don't think you should put your entire life essence into anything. I mean, At least not to the point where you're telling other people that you're putting, you know, your whole life into it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not seeing I mean, I kind of get it. I, I kind of get it, though. Because do, you, but... you have... Take Ninja, for example. Oh, Lord. <laughs> this is going to sound bad. But, like, what if you were as, like, antisocial as you pretend to be? And you literally found this one thing that you were good at. You're going to pursue that. You're, you're not going to get out of your shell more because you got out of your shell just to do this thing. And it's ha- making you happy. And nothing else seems to work or give you that same feeling. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get addicted and pursue that one thing and nothing else. So for some people, that is theater. It's like they're not if they're not good at school stuff and they're not good at sports stuff, they're really good at theater, they're going to chase it. And they're not going to look at anything else. But um, you remember the movie The Soul, right? Uh, when we yeah. yeah so yeah, it's like it's crazy how a Disney movie was able to do this, but that movie kind of showed the dangers in doing something like that. Cause you know mm-hmm. that dude um, was his name? I don't know what the homie's name was. I, I, I forgot. Yeah, but the homie. He I looks remember like twenty two or twenty three. Twenty three. Twenty three. Twenty three. Twenty two. I don't know, but it's one of those numbers. Early 20s. (laughs) But uh, that dude, you know, we saw it in the movie. He found, what was it, jazz music? And he Mm -hmm. believed that was the only thing that he was good at. 
but and he dipped his whole life into it and it's like i understand if you feel like that's the only thing you're good at but you know listen to the movie soul bro like you gotta enjoy the small things in life too i get everybody wants to feel like they have a you know life purpose and those theater people probably feel it more than damn near anybody that their life mm-hmm. purpose is to do th- acting and to be a star and whatnot but you get too caught up in your life purpose that you forget to live bruh mm-hmm, exactly and i feel like what they were trying to tell in soul is that that is so many people so many mm-hmm. people do believe that they were only put here to do one thing and don't want to like live life yeah right? even it's i like- fall into that sometimes like i'll be honest like mm. I I know for me, like I've been so busy with school and stuff, but part of that's because I'm throwing myself at it. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm forgoing doing some things partly because of, you know, pandemic. Mm. But I would not say like this last year I've done a whole lot of living. <laughs> I've been doing mm. a lot of I've been doing a lot of uh hibernation, preparing to live again. <laughs> Uh, but I feel like this situation is a little different with COVID and all. Yeah, but, it's a little bit different, of course. But like in general, like if there was no COVID, you better believe I would have been all over the world. Yeah, I wanted to travel too, but it's so pandemic. I remember the last time I wanted to do that. <sighs> Traveling the world, man. Me and my family used to go on like a cruise every single year. It was nice. I went on a couple cruises too. That sounds fantastic. Oh, it is. Soul is such a fucking good movie, bruh. Oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't Imagine just traveling the world, enjoying the. <laughs> nice, Ray. <laughs> I've fallen into that a couple times though, too. I feel like, you know, damn near everybody has at one point in their life. I know I have a lot more when I was younger. I did a lot more. But I think one thing that helped me when I was younger is like failing (laughs) or not even failing, but losing interest in so many things. Because in undergrad, like I feel like I didn't know what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? For a lot of my life. And I might, I think I'm partially grateful for that, that I wasn't so sure of what I wanted to do because I never locked into anything and thus I never got addicted to anything so to say right like i never turned into that guy from soul i never threw my whole essence at something being like this is my one life purpose because like i didn't know what the fuck my purpose was i was trying all this different shit and it's like after watching that movie it kind of puts things in perspective for me you know from the outside looking in i guess to say as opposed but more like way outside as opposed to other people like you know maybe j trev you know, taking a self a moment of self reflection when it comes to that, or those theater people if they did watch the movie, it's more like just one of the things where it's like, well, it makes sense why I wasn't so interested or why I didn't delve my whole life into this shit because I wasn't put on here for just one fucking thing. I wasn't put on here just to be a streamer because I'm I'm not a big streamer. I wasn't put on here just to do law <laughs> stuff. And they get to the long pause. <laughs> I wasn't here just to be like a lawyer. I wasn't here just to be a gamer. I wasn't here just to, you know, be XYZ. I'm here to be all that shit and more. Facts. Mm-hmm. Ah. It's boring going to one. We all are. Facts, man. 
So I wake up and smell the roses. Yeah, I got lots of fun and joy to do, so. Not like I just have that one thing. So, now, let, because, let me ask. Oh, you cut out a little bit for me. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what about y'all? What, how did y'all get to this stage in life? What made you decide mm -hmm. that you wanted to be like a, a lawyer, really, and go to law school? That's a really good question, actually. Ninja, do you want to answer what put you on your path first? Path to what? To what? The I mean, be? what? Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like everybody knows. I mean, I, I honestly don't know. You would have to think about it, though. Probably. I, I just want to kind of do my own thing, but uh, probably gonna be working just, until I figure. He just the, the the street until it hit a corner, and then he set up shop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, drove straight down the street, crashed. <laughs> so fuck it, I'm home. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, the whole college thing. That was just college. I didn't really have anything else to do. But oh yeah, no, Tony, I didn't get the stimmy yet. We're not. Pro we're probably not going to get until like what next week. If some, people, some people already got it. Damn. I need to ask my my parents if they got it yet. Hey, yo, mom, what you you got that? <laughs> what you holding 14? on to? <laughs> what you trying to get into, mom? <laughs> but okay, so I guess I could answer. I don't know. It's kind of a long story why I ended up in law specifically, but I feel like it's it's something like the, what I'm gonna say at the end is kind of like what a lot of people come to terms with. So I didn't think about law at all. For the most part uh growing up anyway like i wanted to be all types of doctors i wanted to be a neurosurgeon you know xyz i want to do all that so i'm growing up i you know i'm doing my thing i find out i'm really good at math at least growing up so i'm like you know maybe i want to be a mathematician but i don't know how the hell i'm going to be a mathematician so i'm just like whatever i'm just gonna see what else is out there for me right mm-hmm but then in uh, high school, you know, that is when I, well, I was like, what, 15? It's almost 10 years now. But then I got uh, arthritis, <clears throat> the uh, premature rheumatoid arthritis. So after hearing that and then going to the doctor and then hearing about how many people, you know, go through that type of stuff, it kind of like sparked a little bit of a, a fire in me. Because I'm not even going to lie, I have a bit of, you know, anime and video game protagonist energy in me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, man, I just want to help everybody who's going through this type of stuff like me. And I want to be like somebody who could maybe f find a cure or at least start doing something to find a cure to arthritis. So that was like, you know, what? I don't know. I was I was naive, bro. I was excited. <laughs> but I feel, I feel like it might be possible to come up with a cure one day. Way, way in the distant future, but not for a long time. Maybe. I don't think that arthritis though, is one of those things I think of when I, I hear we need a cure. Well, you never know, J. Trev. It hurts a lot of people. Maybe it needs like to be cured. <laughs> Just like the gays. I mean, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa
Yo, camera four, camera four. <laughs> oh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. I, I make I make that jokes. Oh, oh my god. Right, that Drake song, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I bet, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's oh, a trust issues. <laughs> oh man. I support my LG. Oh man. Q, A, B, C, D. Let me stop. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. You're making it worse. Just, just continue with the story. Okay. So I have a, I get this dream, you know, I'm on my phone with the king shit. I want to help people, as many people as I can who have arthritis as well. So I'm like, let me look this up because I, I was like, you know, I wanted to be a doctor when I was young. So let me look this up. I look it up. It turns out to there's an actual thing, rheumatologist, just in case anybody out here didn't know. So I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to be a rheumatologist. But in the meantime, what's going on in my life is I'm doing something called a mock trial in high school, right? Which is basically, it, it was for, uh, it was actually for the YMCA, but that was a long time ago. Uh, so we would basically get this, you know, case, a made up case, and then we would uh, practice go somewhere against all these other schools and all these other uh states and whatnot uh, and then uh compete you know do the uh direct examinations cross examinations opening statements closing statements all that stuff and you had people who were witnesses and all that's you know taking the direction the cross and when i was doing that I, I learned a lot just as a person from that, from hanging out with my team. It was it was weird stuff. One of the things I learned from that mock trial was to not be so damn apologetic. Because back then I was apologizing for fucking everything. And another thing that I learned was like, uh, that was when, that was one of the instilling moments for me to like try to work on my self-confidence. You know what I mean? Because it was very difficult for me that was like one of the first times where i actually like really dealt with my anxiety that i still deal with to this day but that was one of the first times when my anxiety really fucking hit me hard like the first time just sitting in there stomach just bubble guts but moving on uh all in all while i did learn a lot from the mock trial thing Funnily enough, I didn't think going out of there, I wanted to be a lawyer. It was actually like, you know, my cousin or something that wanted to be a lawyer. One of my cousins. I didn't go out of there being like, you know what, I want to be a lawyer now. I didn't care. <laughs> I was moving on. I was like, I still want to be a rheumatologist. So I go to undergrad and I, you know, get my science thing. I'm, I'm trying to go into science. Turns out I don't like science at all. I <laughs> hate it. Hate it. Especially like chemistry and shit like that. I, I don't know if I suck at it or if I hate it or both. I think it's a little bit of both. It's just Same it here, just man. doesn't interest me. Same. Yeah, you know what I mean. It just doesn't. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I don't. So I, I stopped. You know what I mean? Like I got fucking what a C plus or whatever, and then I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Yes. But I'm like, what the hell am I going to do now with my life? I realized that I, around this time, you know, in high school, all the way up until now, that's when I was writing poetry and stuff, right? Like, I would do, 
I was able to write a lot. So I would write like a page worth of stuff or wrap up home in like five minutes. And then I would just share with my friends and shit. <clears throat> Random stuff. And everybody was like, oh, this is actually pretty good stuff. What the hell? Came up with this that quick? And I was like, yeah, I guess. So then I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should get into English because I like poetry. It was really that simple. I was like, I like po poetry. Let me just try being an English major. And maybe I could be an English professor. So I get into that. I take a Shakespeare class, which is one of the greatest classes I've ever fucking taken to this day. And I, um, one of my last classes was a philosophy class where that philosophy teacher taught me some like gems, bruh. One of the things that he taught me, I'm, I'm taking so many tangents, but I want to drop some life lessons. <laughs> one of the things he said was, um, that a lot of people I think do today is like, you do not you shouldn't say in my opinion when you're saying something because it is already your your opinion whatever you're saying unless if you assert it as a fact whatever you're saying is your opinion so why are you saying in my opinion and i was like you know what you spin but it's like today everybody wants you to say in your opinion in your opinion otherwise everybody assumes that you're saying fact but whatever my professor would not survive today he'd get canceled like that's just a formality it's a stupid formality, though. I think it also depends on context. Hey, I guess. It does, honestly, but I feel like the world would be a much better place if everyone just assert, assumed that you were saying an opinion, unless if you said it was a fact. Hmm. But the world would be slightly, you know, there'd be slightly less, you know, people getting so fucking upset. Oh yeah, when, like when people say something and they like deem it as a fact, like you, mm -hmm. you, you bugging. You're also, like, you have to you have to take into account the people who are like actively trolling, like saying like it's only my opinion that I'm gay, in your opinion I'm straight. Uh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I never thought of that, but that is. Like, you have to think about like people on the internet and stuff like that. Mm. People hate other people's opinions. I think more so than people hating other people's opinions. I think the problem is like people take other people's opinions too seriously. That's the main thing. And I think part of it is just like people think that other people are asserting their opinion as fact. It's like something in our brains. It may have been the internet that made it worse but it's like people oh, keep assuming nice. that you're trying to start a fact when you're just saying your opinion but some people do come across like they like say it's like a like a definite like this is this and yeah like, and they take it too them. fucking seriously like brother you know mm -hmm. chill mm -hmm. but back to the story though one of the things that the professor also told me was like being a professor is fucking rough like, they do not get paid that often, and they work, like, they don't get paid that much, and they work, like, you know, they work. They work. Mm -hmm. And he was like, if you can avoid it and do something else with your life, do something else. So I was like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't be an English professor. But then I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm here, I'm about to graduate, and I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I hear other people talking about, you know, oh, I tried to try for the LSAT, bro. I got accepted into this law school. And then that made me think. I was like, wait, I did mock trial in high school. Maybe 
and I did actually enjoy the experience. So maybe I should try that. So, you know, I applied. The first school that I applied to accepted me and gave me a few scholarships. So I was like, yeah, okay. Because that's where I'm doing. And all in all, like, the one thing that a lot of these things, that all the things I wanted to do shared in common was, like, I wanted to help people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, as long as I was doing that, I didn't care what I was, I don't care what I'm doing. As long as I'm helping people in some substantial way, I don't care. And law, it seems to just be one of the ways that is working out for me. Hmm. Out of everything oh, else. That's your villain backstory? Yeah. Yep. Villain. Interesting. So basically you just want to help people. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Oh. Uh, that's, very, <laughs> that's very similar to me. Um, except instead of helping, per se, I wanted to entertain people like and you're still like entertaining through games it's just a different medium than if you're like doing stage Mm -hmm. it's like you're entertaining them with not your you know not you explicitly but your you know a work of your mind yeah exactly well I mean, it is entertaining until you know your Twitter gets blown up telling you to put out a new patch. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the gym. Yeah, uh, <laughs> started to hurt. Um, getting this on any type of audio platforms, Jetro. What do you mean, this? Uh, the pod. Uh, I'm a game developer, not a podcaster. That is true. <laughs> Never mind. I'll ne- I still need to look into it. I forgot. Because uh, I'm trying to get this on like Apple Music, maybe Spotify. I think for Spotify, don't you just have to like pay? Yeah, I think so. I don't know how much, but I'm pretty sure you- Spotify, you just pay a certain cost and then you can put whatever you want up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ninja, do you think we need to change that uh, image of the tree? I why it it doesn't look like a tree to me. It doesn't. I don't think you need to change it, but it ain't no tree. <laughs> okay, it's far from a tree at this point. <laughs> uh, what's wrong with the tree, though? What's that's uh, what's wrong with it? I don't know. I was just I was thinking of a maybe rebranding, maybe getting a commissioning somebody. But I, I wanted to talk to you about it first. Is the tree? Is the tree? Is it probably? <laughs> is it? Probably, I don't know. The problem. That's the. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. It's cancelable. I have no idea. He, he just has dreads. Oh, the chains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot I put that in there. Why, why is that in there? Oh, are those chains? Those are chains. I thought that was a scarf. It is a scarf now. <laughs> it's a metal scarf. You can't even see if that's metal or not from here. Yeah, because like, it's so blurry. Up. It's blurry, so you can't like, really tell. Even if, even Max, even Max screen, I I see a scarf. I can't see metal chains. <laughs> okay, maybe it's not that bad then. It's, his mouth is a gold chain, by the way. Just to clarify that too. Is that a? Oh, this is some. This is. This, you know, maybe. I mean, I think it's I fine. Know. 
Because I, I was just, thinking of like what should if we do get on Spotify, right? What would be the you know the th- the image that people would click on? Hmm. Like, would it be um, that? Would it be maybe a big M? I don't know. Would it be play around with some stuff? I guess. Because I, I just I just redid the uh, the YouTube channel art yesterday. Mm. Is it yeah, he has yeah, YouTube. Just and he made a military highlights one too. Well, I changed I changed it from my my name to it. I'll put it on the screen. Did you post that other video? Use that other highlight. Yeah, it just came out today. Okay, I'll check it out. So now it's just called military. This used to be my uh, Fortnite channel, but I turned it over. <laughs> I had one Fortnite video that got a lot of views, and I just, yeah. But that's that's the uh, the new. I guess the new. I don't know if you see it on the screen, but the banner. how many views that got? Why is this one the kind of this the, the man fight back one? That one was uh. Quite- that one popped a little bit, but I think I think the problem is the problem with what you did earlier is the way you yeah. phrased some of these titles. <laughs> The context, like you made it as problematic as possible, <laughs> even if with the things that we said wasn't even that problematic. Oh, and the dislikes are crazy. Good, <laughs> no one reads no the cuties so. one. Yeah, the cuties one is like bad because they didn't read it, obviously, because they didn't, yeah, they didn't listen at all. But yeah, this is the uh, thing I like. For the eye, instead of like emotionally, I put a mic there. Oh, that's actually yeah. sick. Yeah. Mm, nice. Thumbnail game looking nice too, man. I do that. But yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, this the one for the can a man fight back? The one who's in first. Just look at the thumbnail. You see the the woman hitting him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually. You might need to unlist that. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. <laughs> Damn, I, you know it's been out there for six months. I, I haven't. Like, I only put. I only put out three videos, and I I stopped putting them. Oh. Uh, once I upload more, hopefully the algorithm picks it up, and then I guess I guess that's how it works. I don't know. You're gonna have to fucking delete that. <laughs> delete it. I-, I can remake it. If this shit picks up traction. Oh, I already, not... already has 200 views on it. Yeah, but who the hell talking about that? True. I mean. Uh, and we go start getting coast. We might start getting co signed by a TikTok star with like 40,000 followers. So. Hey, was, hey, are you co signing this? <laughs> <laughs> You know the crazy thing? She probably didn't even look at it yet. The yeah, episode that I sent her. Ain't busy enough, bro. She ain't that busy. Hmm. I know she's not. Currently watching this. Oh, I'm busy. Right? This food I was fun to make. Mm-hmm. Thumbnail, at least. I actually really like that one. 
Yeah, I took uh, I took playback style of uh, making thumbnails. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had to had to had to take it, had to snatch. You see? Mm. So J Trove. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Sorry, we kind of got into that for a bit too much. I'll but uh, out tonight. <laughs> okay. So um. Damn, should I ask you some of some of this some of this problematic shit? Go right ahead. Okay. So J Trev, how closely associated would you say you are to um the LGBTQIA plus community? Okay, got all the letters. Not at all. Not really? Why would you say no. that? Just like personal um, choice or is there a reason? We just well, don't feel like it. <laughs> uh, so here's me. Personally, like... I've accepted my sexuality. I've mm -hmm. accepted that I can't change it. Doesn't mean I like it. Doesn't mean that I... Currently am... Like, jumping for joy every time I have to explain that I'm gay. I know that I am, and I'm not going to change, and I'm not going to change for anyone because, well, it's impossible to change. Mm. But that doesn't mean that I'm very, like, out there, if that makes sense. Like, I, I, I know I talk about it a lot here, and I make lots of jokes. That's actually why I made some of those, like, bad jokes. But, um, <laughs> but like... Yeah, because you're accepted around these parts, brother. Yeah. Like, I, I know that I'm accepted here, and I'm like, accepted at, like, pride events, or if I go to... I mean... I guess it's not, like, zero. Like, I do go to, like, some pride events. I've gone to, like, some um, LGBTQ, like, meetup stuff. But when I think about, like being involved i see that as being like an activist yeah and personally i'm not an activist like okay like i'm mostly dealing with my own life dealing with my own issues that most of the time have nothing to do with my sexuality okay fair enough um, micro micro stuff yeah and furthermore um because I'm not a 100% like okay with me personally being gay. Um, the amount of events I even go to is limited. Mm -hmm. Like, how do I explain this without making it sound worse than it is? It's like, okay, it's like, do I want to go out and like, go to the, some gay bar or gay event or something like that and try and like find someone for the night or something like that or do i want to sit at home and play some games i'm going to sit at home and play some games some sometimes mm. and that's all like up to personal preference um and a lot of people don't really like get that and like of the pride events that i've gone to they've been very 
focused on like you have to promote yourself as being gay and like raise that flag and put like sparkles and unicorns all over the freaking place and that's just not mm. me and like for possibly is it just my like perception based off of like the events that i've gone to that most of the events are like that and there's probably hundreds of like different events where they aren't like that but for the ones that I've been to at least and I just didn't like mesh well with them and it I feel much more like with like you know how I mentioned earlier about like wanting to be like in the in crowd versus the out crowd like the people yeah. that you actually like mesh with Yeah, I yeah. don't all the pride events every like even when i've gone to like gay bars and stuff like that i'm not with my people i don't mesh well with them um not calling them as like them but you know what i mean um, yeah no it's just a group thing yeah um when i'm hanging out with my friends which are normally gamers um like i feel much more at home there like i've i feel much more at home like playing playing D&D or something like that mm -hmm. or uh, you know hanging with friends playing games like I feel much more myself much more in my own skin and like anytime I'm at a pride event it's like I'm just trying to pretend to that I'm something that I'm not mm. damn so I guess that those events need to be extra flashy or Yes. With Flint, or with at least Flint, the ones that I've been. Uh, not necessarily because another thing. Um, this is something that I personally found irritating, and part of the reason that, like, maybe I just haven't fit in at um at them. But ninety percent of the ones that I've gone to, at least, are very uh female dominated oh okay um mm. and I, I i i'll take this one event that i went to um like mostly i went to this place because it was an anime convention and then they had like a little pride section like pride meetup thing right and mm. i went and the uh i think i told you about this actually where like i was the only gay man there the only other two men there was a girl who was transitioning to be a guy and a guy who was transitioning to be a girl i was the only like 100 percent just gay guy there the rest of them were uh females and of the like hosts who got there it was like they were listing off a resume of what they were like i am a non-binary hetero flexible like mm. whole like list of things and I'm just sitting here like I'm gay. I'm just gay. Can I see? Is, is, is that simple? And then they're talking about like talking about like um you know like activism stuff like what like setting up a, a, a events to like promote like you know LGTB and like video games and stuff like that which i agree is nice but it's 
it's kind of like what I was talking about earlier with the Harry Potter stuff. Like, if a game developer doesn't want to put ga gay characters in their game, does it matter? Hmm. Like, I get that's a that whole other discussion. I know that we want inclusivity. I know that yeah. there should be inclusivity, and I know that like if you're going to make like character creations, uh, like uh, character creators for people to play as themselves, like people want to identify with being gay or uh, trans or anything, mm -hmm. and those options are nice. But if a person is making like an RPG, for example, and you're actually playing as a character it goes through x y and z events unless the story is written about them being gay or trans or something like that then the character is what the freaking creator made them you know like mm. that's that was their decision yeah i know that sometimes mm. uh oh like how the wrong putting them in there but sometimes i've seen characters where it doesn't really like, it just kind of, like, pops about the blue, and then they just kind of go away. Anyway. Oh, that's because now... Sorry. Go, go ahead. Oh, no, that's, that's what I had. Uh, but that's just because now, with this whole, like, inclusivity thing, um, people are half-assing it. Because fans and stuff are, like, much more outspoken about this, they're like, um... Okay, let's throw in this side gay character. There, we included them. Perfect, fine, right? Mm -hmm. Like, give us our medal and and move on. And it's like, don't half-ass it. Like, as much as I'm like, don't include it for the sake of including it, is what I mean, right? Yeah. Um, if you're going to make a like, there are some powerful games like um, uh, there was um. Have, what was it called? J.J. McField and the Island of Misfit Memories. I think that's the full name of the game. Mm. Uh, have either of y'all heard of it? I have not, actually. I've never heard of it. Um, nobody cares about spoilers. I'm no, assuming for yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so, the whole game, you're playing as uh, J.J. And uh, it's like a horror-ish puzzle game where um you get you and where jj and her girlfriend um basically oh wait uh, hold on picture ninja you good oh, i'm good now okay are we, are we back yeah we're good we're good yeah okay um so at first, you don't know that they're, like, dating, right? At first, it's just, like, you see these two friends, but then they get lost, and then JJ nearly dies, but does not die. And part of the reason why it's a horror puzzle game is that you literally, like, have to mutilate yourself to get through different parts of the game, and you JJ can't die. So you no. can just snap your body parts back together and stuff. And it's it sounds horrible, like if you like jump into a saw or something like that to split yourself like it sounds horrible but you need to in order to progress through the level and like open up sections and stuff like that Jeez. and the um um the whole time you're randomly like r getting like these text messages of like 
um, the past of like how um, you develop your these feelings for um, for for this girl or whatever, and then your mom like finds out and like says that you're sick and that you need help and stuff like that, and um, it's like a really like sad story. And then at the very very end, there's a bigger twist. JJ was never an actual like girl. It was a man who thought he was a girl and was thinking about becoming a girl and still had this uh, feelings for his girlfriend. Uh, and, oh like, shit. And like just hitting that impact and like thinking about all the texts that you've gotten over time and how your mom said you were sick and stuff like that, that is much more impactful in that game because that's like what the whole like story of like was centered around it wasn't like they just threw in some side character and slapped the gay label on them and say here you go that was mm -hmm. there was actual like character build up like and a reason to like identify with this character and it just it makes the difference those are that's layered yeah yeah it's, where they're in this drama uh, yeah the the story for that game is amazing i i love it um versus something like um i don't know p pick a game or tv show and then they have the one token gay character that says like oh hey we we got a gay we got a black we got a latino uh oh uh th there we got a, a lesbian couple now and this person might be trans. There we go. We we covered all of our bases. Do you like us now? Cool. Give us a medal. Yeah. Sounds like uh, Mass Effect Andromeda did that. It's like, kind of. Yeah. Pretty much. That's what they do in, like, jobs, too. Try to get everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Just to prove that they're, quote-unquote, inclusive. Mm-hmm. I find that's one of the more disrespectful things to do. That as opposed to just not having them, you're putting them on there as if they're a fucking checklist instead. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like most people eat that shit up, but like, come on, dude. Like, if you just had some common sense, you realize like that's kind of fucked. <laughs> like, you treat them like they're just a, like they're an object that you're really you're literally treating them like they ain't human. I mean, some people they're just a box that needs to be checked. Crazy. Um, and like. I get it, but. And like for some things it it's good, but then when it happens like just for no reason, it just yeah. it, it deters me. Like um on Netflix there's a show called The Dragon Prince. If you haven't seen it Isn't the it show the thing that people were saying it's like sort of like Avatar? It was literally made by Avatar creators, I'm pretty okay. sure. It's like the same art style and everything. Yeah. Uh huh. It's it's actually the show itself is good. Did Korra do something like that? I never finished. Korra. I n never mm. really watched Korra, but I think Maybe. she had a lesbian moment or something. Yeah, like she just flipped completely. Yeah. Uh, I remember hearing that, but I don't watch Korra to know enough about it. Okay. Uh, with Dragon Prince. It literally got to a point where, like, every episode they had to showcase that they were including someone new. Mm hmm It's like, 
Oh yeah, uh, these two—they're—they're—they're they're, they're a lesbian couple now. I—I I know they—they they had no thing showing it beforehand, but yeah, no, these two are a lesbian couple now. Uh, oh yeah, this person you just met—he has a husband, so we're—we're we're good on that front. Um, the main two characters are half brothers. One's black, one's white. There, we got that. Yeah, it's like, like you're just adding it. Just that's adding. a bit. Yeah, that's uh, that's extra. Yeah. And like the show itself is good, which makes people like less upset about it. But mm -hmm. it's something that like still really like stood out to me as to like why are they doing that? Yeah, because it really felt like they were just checking off lists of who to include. Yeah, I imagine none of them add to the story substantially for that. You know, like that information doesn't add to the story at all. Yeah, not really too much. Mm -hmm. So, Jason, uh, what would you say? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I would say there's one of them where it kind of makes sense, at least for the Dragon Prince, but for the majority of it, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Okay. I feel like so, you were know, ask. Oh. Oh, yeah, you go ahead. I don't have too much extra, but. Well, I was just going to ask uh, what would you say, you know, from your position? What would you say it would take to make and you know you could even use that game for example that you talked about the jj but what would you say it takes to make a really solid um character that represents anything it could be the lgbtq could be you know black people could be asian people you know any minority group what would you say is like that that needs to be done in order for it to not be tacked or viewed as tacked on the characters need to be fully developed. You need to know, like, their, like, actually, like, their backstory and what led them to the moment of the game. Like, mm -hmm. like, there's two types of black people, you know. There's the black people who grew up on the streets and the black people who didn't. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I grew up those... in the trenches, man. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, and, like, because we're both black, um, we're still going to face some of the same challenges, but the way that we view the world is going to be different, you know? And, like, that needs to be communicated clearly. Like, you're not going to have a black man who was raised off the streets and um, just being a basically, like, a, a white-collared, like, shaking hands with everyone very prim and proper, like he's a white guy, but you just put a black coat of paint on him right like they can still be yeah, fitting just in out of nowhere yeah like they they could still be fitting in they could you could still have a black uh guy like have some like slang but not like overdo it because a lot of games will do that too where they'll overdo it where like oh yeah no black guy from the hood type thing i think shen uh, did that a little bit <laughs> A little bit. Like it was over the top with everything, so like people have real reasons for the way that they are, and as long as that's communicated clearly, like let's say you did like have the the ghetto black guy, right? Raised mm -hmm. in the streets. Show us that side of him. Show us that like personality and why that they're they're the way that they're did. Explain like a backstory about how like he uh, he almost got uh, shot just walking into 
a white neighborhood or something like that and that's the reason why he's the way that he is like like if that's like clearly like thought out and communicated well then that's a lot more accepting than just putting them in for the sake of putting them in yeah for sure Although it is hard to so, say what so is communicated like, well or not. like luke cage right like giving him a good background story i guess well that makes sense yeah, I feel like they did Luke Cage right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like he has a reason. Mm-hmm. Like basically just yeah. show the environment that they came up off of. Exactly. Because you're not going to connect from with the character if you don't have any basis to stand on. Yeah. Sounds like That's a show and don't tell type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what questions did you have? Wait, is that the question you have for Jaytrev for uh, the character thing? Hmm. That was that was the question that you uh, you had. I mean, that's one of them. Yeah, I have a couple more. Yeah, uh, fire them off. I'm just I'm just doing a th- redoing. Don't know in the back. Okay. So uh, to backtrack, like way 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 backtrack. Still on the topic of like um, LGBTQ because you you did mention how um. And it's like, I know this already, but it's just for the sake of the pod, but you mentioned how you're not fully, you know, okay yeah. with uh, you being gay. And I know that you've told me countless times before, like, if you could choose, you'd be straight. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, uh, would you say it was like a culmination of things in your life that made you feel like not as happy? Or is it something that's always lingering, that's been lingering there for you? What do you, what do you think? Can it be both? It could be a little bit (laughs) of both, honestly. I mean, I've always felt different. Whether it's due to my sexuality or not, I Mm. still don't know. Like, that could be the lingering thing. But, um... So, like, you'd say you feel like an outsider? Yes. I've always felt like an outsider. But the thing is, uh, I'm not just going to be an outsider looking in. Uh, I know this doesn't answer your question. Um, This This is an answer. This is going off on a tangent, but uh, I think that's one of the differences between me and like someone else is that if I don't fit in with a crowd, I'm going to find the crowd that I do fit in or make one myself and either people join me or they don't. Mm. I've never been the type to just like do stuff for the sake of other people because they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that goes with my um, with like part of the thing that, that was like I don't want to say wrong with me but wrong with me like growing up was that um, you could just I be naturally different. Yeah. Um, one thing that was like really different was that like it always felt like I was pretending when I said that I liked a girl or something like that because um, you know when you're that age you don't really know what feelings are mm-hmm. and like growing up around me there was no gay people really my, my brother was uh, <laughs> um 
Let's just say he had a lot of female companions. Um, no, he was a thot. Uh, no. Oof, oof. Don't talk about my brother that way. Sorry, um, sorry, sorry, sorry. My fault. No. Um, let's, just say, let's just say... Uh, so what, a ladies' man? Yes, he was a ladies' man. I won't call him a whore, but no. a ladies' man. No, no not a whore. Uh, he was a ladies' man, right? Um, going Did up, he have right? multiple at once? No, he's faithful. Okay, so he's not a whore. Yeah. Um. But um. Like, when I was growing up, like I wanted a girlfriend. I mm. wanted to be like my brother. I wanted to, um, you know, like be like other people. But then there was that part of me that was like, well, I don't want to do it just because everyone else wants to right uh even though like n naturally you know there's that peer pressure of fitting in and and like wanting to be like everyone else i um i just never had like that same click like really and when i got to high school i just said fuck it i don't care and i just ended up doing focusing on theater and school and stuff like that and i didn't really care about girls or whatever and thinking back now, I 100% had feelings for guys. I just didn't know how to process it at the time. And it mm. didn't, I didn't know what it meant. Like, I remember, like, one time I, uh, there was this guy who, like, I don't know, for whatever reason, we were in the lunchroom or whatever, and he was trying to grab something from his friend. And um, he literally, like, came from behind me like had his whole like chest all over me to reach past me to grab something from his friend and I just remember feeling like so awkward and not knowing how to feel I didn't know what I like I was in high school and I was like what the heck is this feeling like I like I literally my brain could not process like what that meant mm. uh, and it wasn't until I eventually did get a girlfriend because uh, this girl said she liked me and I was like okay sure um <laughs> and damn uh, I know I know I'm laughing but that's kind of funny I'm, yeah. I'm sorry but, but uh yeah no um she she was my she was one of my best friends too and she said she's had a crush on me for a while and you know I didn't want to be mean or whatever and so I was like okay sure that um, is so tough she's happily married now it's fine um and like and so it was i started so we started dating right and like yeah. i it was like then that it really clicked that I feel nothing like romantically about her and like even when we kissed like I remember just sitting there and thinking like is this it? Mm. Like this is what movies and high school dramas go on about just the, this nothingness feeling of like waiting for it to be over um mm. And I, uh, I brought this up to her, and she said, 
you're gay. I'm like, what? <laughs> mm. <laughs> and like, like you, you have to be gay or something like that. And then, um, I forget exactly what happened then, but obviously we broke up. <laughs> you know, like but... kissing me, you have to be gay. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um but she she was right and then she actually helped me find a boyfriend because she wanted to prove this or whatever and when i did get a boyfriend did it feel different like i actually had feelings and when we kissed i actually felt that spark felt that like rush of emotion and that like Mm-hmm. You, you know, like that, that, that thing. Like, but like that, that burst of energy. And then for me, that's really when it clicked like, shit, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> and like, just because, just because I realized that in that moment, I guess it kind of, had that stigma in the back of my mind that, well, gay guys are like this, gay guys do that, and I'm none of this. Mm. And I think you can count, you can take that up to like, you know, the type of stuff I watched growing up and just the home that I was in. Like, my family wasn't exactly homophobic or anything, but like, again, there was no really gay yeah, guys. Probably just raised you as if you were straight anyway. Yeah, and I think that's part of the problem is that, like, I grew up thinking I was straight, and, like, I even, I planned, (laughs) when I was, like, a tiny little kid, I even told my mom how, like, yeah, um, I'm going to get married to a girl at this age, we're going to have five kids, or uh, the kid, one set of kids is going to be twins or whatever. That's some bullshit. (laughs) Five? Listen up. You know how kids process things. They don't yeah. actually think about things. Um, it's about five. You fucking hoardy bitch. Five? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm one of five. That's like, that's stressed out. Um, and like, it really took a while for me to come to terms with it. Because it's like, everything I had thought of myself till now wasn't true. And it just, it just like kind of like was a eye opening experience of like I don't even know me at all. Hmm. Yeah, that felt like the beginning of a documentary. It did. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. And even now, like again. Because of that moment and because of like other moments with guys, I know that I'm gay. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that that still doesn't mean that like I chose this. Yeah, I just kind of figured it out, and it's like I didn't get a say in this, and that I think that's the part that like irritates me the most. Is that like you didn't <laughs> I get to choose? Uh, yeah, this this is going to sound stupid, but I didn't get the shoes of that. Mm-hmm. Life had just decided, actually, no, you're gay. And that really irritates me. Like, 
you you want to be able to control your life or to some degree, but you can't even control your own feelings or emotions about people. And it just shows how like powerless you really are. Mm. You know, I know a lot of people who are like that, but with different, you know, circumstances regarding their life. Uh, I understand that struggle of wanting to control. And I can only imagine how it feels when it comes to something so, uh, you know, so substantial. Yeah. Ah, shit. Damn. What were you going to say, though, Ninja? I, I uh, <laughs> that was deep. I know it mm-hmm. works like that. So, uh, I was gonna say no. You could, you can't. Well, you... hmm. Well, one of the keys people... to happiness, man. But go ahead. Sorry. What about the people that you know drive them? Both oh, are you asking the question that I wanted to ask? Oh, about never mind. It's talking about bisexuals. That too. I mean, I'm not them. I don't know how they feel. Oh yeah, you don't. I imagine they didn't get a choice either. That they probably didn't. Yeah, they probably just have equal feelings for both guys and girls. And yeah, you know, probably the same thing with pansexuals. You know, all of them. Yeah, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for anyone else. Yeah. True. But that actually, you know, that actually brings me to a topic. Um. This is a bit of an interesting conversation. Ninja, you remember we talked about this before with uh, Dwayne, really. with, uh, Dwayne Wade's kid? Oh, uh, Zaya? His daughter now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know you know the story, j I think you were telling me about it, but not. I don't remind me. Catch me up. Okay, so Dwayne Wade had a son. And when he was like 13, I don't know how much early he was saying it, but he was basically saying he doesn't, he feels like he's really a, a girl, right? So mm-hmm. doing what was like, okay, say less. And now, you know, at 13, the transition is transitioning already into a, uh, into a, a girl. And at first, I gotta admit, uh, it's it's really hard to for me to come to terms with that because Ninja and I had the discussion, and we basically thought this, you know, came to like the same conclusion. And it's like, but how could a kid know that? And you know, I've been learning about this stuff like a lot lately. You know, for like years, honestly, but a lot lately. Especially like with this conversation that we just that you you know topic that you just went on, it's like it's so hard to think that. But maybe it's just maybe it's like the overprotective person in me or something, or maybe it's just like I don't want to understand. It's like it's just like maybe maybe it's heartbreaking to think that there are kids out there who feel so uncomfortable with themselves. Or like that that they have that feeling that they were not born the way that they were supposed to, and they just know it. It's just like it's such a hard pill to swallow. But I'm starting to come to terms with that now, especially after what you said. The fact that you know you didn't have a choice, so it's like 
how come it's so hard for me to believe or it was so hard for me to believe that they didn't have a choice either yeah. they didn't it's just like it's just such a hard pill for me to swallow to be like a kid knows so young that they're that they wanted that or that they you know yeah that they feel like that they're supposed to be in another body personally though i will say like but, even with me like i didn't really fully understand and i'm not yeah. sure at that age you can like really understand and describe it that's just me personally maybe mm -hmm. i might again i don't know yeah you don't know for that, other people i don't know i'm not that kid i'm not zaya i'm not um in that state but yeah. uh so i can't say if for them if how clear it is or is not but mm -hmm. i just know around that age the whole world is confusing and you yeah. don't really like you don't really know what the emotions and feelings that you're feeling really mean mm -hmm. because like that's really when you know when puberty happens and when you're the emotions start to kick in and you're just overwhelmed by the information that's coming in and like i said your your brain just can't really process it as mm -hmm. much um again for them maybe the, the process came in loud and clear oh no you're supposed to be a female but maybe it also could have mm -hmm. just been blurry and it was yeah that. that's well i guess going on based off what you said to more i guess correct what i said you know i don't really fully think that ninja and i or at least what i thought was 100 percent wrong but it's like uh let, let's put this hypothetical here right let's say that everybody who felt like that felt the same way you did right in that scenario, which of course is not the real world scenario because we don't know. In that scenario, this hypothetical, it's like they don't they they know that something's not right. They just don't know what's not right. Yeah. <sighs> but I guess you know, for something like that, that's kind of harder. I imagine that'd be harder to figure out than just figuring out who you're attracted to. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Maybe it's easier. Some some people do regret it though when they uh, get older. Yeah, that is that is another thing too. Some people actually regret the change. It's not like you know, be you know, gay or lesbian. You know, those are your feelings and shit. Yeah. Because you, you're going through surgery mm -hmm. and expenses and have to go through a huge process to transition. Mm -hmm. That's why that's I said personally, interesting topic. I'm not, that's why I said personally at 13, I'm not sure if you really can understand everything that goes into that mm -hmm. at that age. But for people who are like a lot older and have been dealing for it for a lot more time, and for them finally like being able to like be their real selves or who they how they should be, like, yeah, 
it isn't a lightning experience that I would, I would imagine for them. Like, finally, like the moment that I had a boyfriend and sparks have actually flew. Like, mm -hmm. for them, the sparks finally will fly. Mm. 13. Oh, yeah. I, um, I mean, like, I, I've known a young age that liked, you know, women. But. Uh, yeah, like I knew I that guess, I, I liked girls I too, young, but it's like I didn't. You just, you just know. Yeah, and the thing is, like, on top of that, people do change. It's like my preferences change as I got older, and the type of woman that I liked, of course. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you could say that type of stuff is kind of blurry too. Of course, it's nowhere near the same level, but just oh, to no. try to relate to it in any way. It's like you know that you like girls when you're straight you know when you're growing up but it's like you don't know what type of woman that you want when you're a kid so long as she likes me back <laughs> i'm sorry that's so sad <laughs> <sighs> anyways well, yeah um i guess the same way you know that you know other people think I don't know. I feel like my, my perspective has changed a little bit about the Dwayne Wade situation. I'm not as, you know, I feel like I'm a, I'm a little more empathetic now than I was a few years ago. Oh, yeah, definitely. Of course, there's still a lot of nuance to it, but I'm a more empathetic, yeah. Especially growing up in a Jamaican household. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Satone so has a question, I think. I don't know if he's memes for... Oh, I'll be talking to you. Yeah. Who's he talking to? It's Friday Night Funkin', so I don't... What's it, Pico? I think his name is Pico? Yeah, his name is Pico. P-I-C-O. Pico. Oh, did you see the logo, by the way? Nah, I didn't look at it. No. <laughs> Nice. That is pretty cool. Yeah, I don't, I thought of like the M in the head with the the flags in the background. Hell yeah! It just as uh, a temper. Got a It's like let me, no chains, man. No chains might get me. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I put that there. You know, um, backtracking to what you were talking about when you went on your tangent about the parades and stuff, Jutrov. Yeah. One thing that I thought of when you were talking about that was um, the idea that there, are, you know, there are multiple ways to push a movement, right? Yeah. But it seems like these parades really hyper focused on one way, which was like the straightforward way. And I feel like that there are other ways that you can do it, like, like you know, letting, like, yeah, you could um, be out there and be as flamboyant as you want, if that's you, but in your case, J-Trev, you know, that's not, that's not you, you said it before, that's not you, but there are other ways to take pride in who you are, you know, not just for your sexuality, but for your achievements as well. 
let's say you make a really good game, right, with your programming, and it's very well renowned. That's another in my in my head, you know. That's another way to push the movement too. Like that is some representation. Of course, the big thing to know about that is like it's not the main focus is not that hey it's a gay guy that made it. It's hey J Trev made this game, and he happens to be gay. Mm-hmm. So it's like what does that you know? He happened to be gay and he did this. So why can't other gay guys do this? Yeah. I can see that. I just feel, you know, there are multiple ways to push a movement. That's basically what I thought when you say that. And it's just... I I, I wish uh, some people, some more people understood that. There are m- many ways to win a war. There are a lot of people who do understand it. I just wish more did. I, yeah, I... Wanna... Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I get that. And that's actually kind of like how... You know, with the, the feminist movement. Like how that really started. Yeah. Really with, um, you know, females doing the same thing that men... You know, and showcasing that it's not just uh, men aren't the only ones that are able to do things. Like females are able to do things just as well as men in a lot of situations, mm-hmm. and uh, not all fields and things should be dominated. And some of that just happened from like a female did this or a female did that, yep. um, and it it did help push the movement and. Technically, you you would think that stuff like that would be common sense, but it's not. Like the the world, you you, you we say things like, "Oh yeah, it's twenty twenty one. It's no longer like that." But if you think about it, a hundred years ago, it was completely different. Yeah, like half. Over half the stuff that we've done, like, uh, like have pushed for, has happened in like the last forty-ish years, max. Mm-hmm. And like, the world is still changing. The world is constantly changing and updating and uh, just progressing, but it's not finished. And the world will keep progressing. A hundred years from now, two hundred years from now, three hundred. Who knows how the world's going to be? It could go back to being other way, the uh, the way it was before. It could be something completely new that we haven't even thought of. The world is always constantly evolving and changing. Hmm. Oh, at least we're getting a little more um, inclusive and progressive. We are, but a lot of people still lack fucking common sense. Yeah. But common sense isn't common, obviously. Common sense is a fucking... It's a skill. It's a skill. I wouldn't call it a lie. I have common sense. At least I like to think so. I'm associated with a lot of people who have common sense. Oh, it's changing the overlay already. But, uh, it's like you've been thinking about, uh, sorry, 
Damn. I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, go ahead. Okay. But even thinking about um you know how there are multiple ways to win awards. Like when it comes to something like this too, it's kinda difficult when people do let common sense, you know what I mean? Because like some people some people are ignorant. And you could cure ignorance, but some people are just stupid. You know what I mean? Like some people will look at those achievements by you or by somebody else from the LGBTQIA plus community. You know, like there were people who saw this stuff from the feminist movement, I'm sure, who didn't, who just didn't care. Even when they got those facts put in their face, it didn't make a difference. So it's like stuff like that doesn't make it a lot harder. It'll still push the movement, but not as much as you you know we would love. Oh, one of my main things is I feel like a lot of people don't get out there enough, like the ones that are advocating on social media. What do you mean? Like they're just tweeting, but like they're, they're it's not really doing anything. Hmm. So what, like, what do you think they could uh, do? I mean, get out there if you really want to see a change. Because I don't think tweeting is really doing... Well, it's doing something, but it's not doing much. Yeah. It gets, it gets a discussion going, at least. The only but rough thing really... is, like, you can only get out there and do so much before people start retaliating, too, and things like that. Hey, man. What do you think, uh, J. Shrove? Oh. Hello? I'm think Oh repeat repeat basically um because I don't quite get the question. Like I mean I get it, but I don't like uh what do you like I mean because Ninja brought up like getting out there and stuff, right? And I'm basically saying you know you could only get out there so much before something bad happens because there are like there are situations you got to keep in mind right well, I, don't, like, I, 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 I didn't mean like physically i mean like oh i know contact centers and everything like that i know but uh you're, you're, thinking you're, talking about, like, the, you're talking like the people who are like advocating but don't know what they're advocating for or yeah for um pretty much like that though but uh like because there there's different ways to to go about this like if you're talking about like talking about like someone who's like promoting like pride or something like that um versus someone who's promoting hate you know those are two different things hmm going out i think ninja more meant uh pride wait pride for what pride for whatever movement well i mean like i mean like the people who's like they just sit there and complain but they're not really doing anything to oh you're talking about those people like not the yeah, actors. like why are you sitting there complaining but you just but the people who are yeah the people who um 
talking about the lack of change, but aren't doing anything to see a change. It's like, oh man, we just hate doing this, and then just go back and like, like with that whole like black picture thing for the Black Lives Matter, like that didn't that didn't do anything. Mm. Yeah, it got a lot of retweets. That was about it. Yeah, let me get this. Let me get this engagement. Yeah, that's all it did. <laughs> that's all it did. It just like it, it went trending, and it wasn't even. However, Hmm. I will say, like, things that are trending at least give some sort of awareness for those who actually, like, for yeah. those who actually, like, understand what it's for. Because so many people don't even understand what, what the lives matter even mean. And they just use it because people are retweeting it. Like, yeah. Sorry. I can suddenly hear, and I hate the sound of my voice. Hold up, is this my mic? I think that's your uh, that was your laptop mic right there. I can relate. Okay. Um. You might still hear it. I just I muted the stream. <laughs> Uh, just for a few seconds while I'm talking. Um, but yeah, no, I think with situations like that, like, it's, it's a double-edged sword. Because, like, yes, it's promoting awareness. It's getting, like, news and media to talk about it, which is all, like, nice things. But only for those who really, like, understand what the situation is at hand. And there's so many people that don't. It just go with the flow and retweet stuff because oh someone actually like put this tweet out and so many people are doing it and it's trending so why don't I do it too like why not mm -hmm. and there's so many people that are just like followers out there who don't actually like bother to look at what the situation is and I think mm -hmm. that's the problem more so than not doing anything because um yes it takes it takes um a whole group of people to to make a movement happen but in order to get that movement to happen awareness needs to happen first and i will say that um you know like shouldn't everyone quote unquote basically like be activists and try and like promote like self-improvement and like um push for pride stuff and the, and the real answer is no like I, I hate to say this but not everyone's an activist not everyone Facts. has the strive and the ability and the drive to really care and put into the work that needs to be done to push a movement as long as you're like supporting in your own little way I think that's fine. Like, you don't have to be out, like, on the streets with, like, posters and stuff like that. Like, leave that to the people who have to drive and the potential and the the uh, actual, like, feeling that they need to do that. Um, have someone actually do, like, stand up and want to, like, start the movement and, like, actually do activism stuff. But that doesn't have to be everyone. Like, everyone has their own, like, backstory, their own feelings, their own personal lives that they have to deal with. 
And if that fits you, then do it. Hmm. Sorry, I, 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 was, I was listening, but yeah, yeah, I agree all I gotta say today is just facts. We can't have not everybody can be MLK. Yeah, everyone can't be. got a role. I mean, I can be. I let, I let them. No, you can't. Man, if I wanted to, man, they have they had me marching down, uh, <laughs> marching down Magic City, man. <laughs> but, uh, did you will say I have a dream and get bored? <laughs> Damn! Oh, I should run my thing right this Tuesday. Maybe I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> That's oh. crazy. That's and, and here's the thing with the ML with MLK, right? Mm. Um, let's say that like what co- what use that to contradict what I said and like say how like didn't what if people all like decided not to like step up and like go on these marches and stuff like that despite all the things then nothing would have changed like that's definitely a kind of argument somebody would say against me and even though there was like thousands and thousands of people who like actually marched but i'm um, sure there were a lot of people still back then yeah there were still a lot of people who didn't yeah there were still a lot of people who had their own lives to worry about and just didn't want to take the heat. They had families or other people to like take care of or things that they had to worry about. And that's fine. As long as there are people for a movement and you're supporting supporting them in your own way. Yeah. I think that's what matters. Like as long as you're not actively trying to tear down a movement. Like it's fine supporting them in your own way. Mm-hmm. That definitely is a dangerous mentality that some activists have. They believe everybody needs to be an activist. Some of them. Some of the overly aspirational ones. Mm-hmm. And they just need to get a bit of a reality check and realize, you know, we really appreciate what you're doing. But do not try to, like, everybody tries to push an agenda on somebody. Like, don't try to push that specific agenda on us. Like, we all got the same goal, bruh. This is not all of us could do it the same way you you can. We ain't the same. We are not the same people. We built different. We were literally built different. <laughs> so let me do my thing. We gonna get there, bruh. Just let me do my thing. I'll let you do your thing. Facts. Well, but most people thing. just can't do that. I, I low key want to talk about the the black community now. <laughs> no cap. Oh yeah, yeah. Because me, me and Tom, <laughs> y'all were having yeah. a whole conversation. There's a lot to say. There's a lot. I, three million I, men can say on that. There's literally three million men on the screen. <laughs> Facts. Like literally, like the nigga on the bottom. <clears throat> literally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotta re- email you. Okay. Uh, but isn't that fucking wild though that we have something like colorism? And go, oh, yeah. man. I just want to say one thing, bro. Man, like we have a whole fucking universe, right? And we out here worried about what what we fucking look like, mm-hmm. and what we sound like and shit. Like who cares? There's a whole fucking universe. I just recently started following NASA on Instagram. I'm seeing all these beautiful ass pictures. 
I'm like, bro, look at how big this fucking universe is. And people out here really tripping over whether or not they light skin or dark skin. They tripping over, you know, who's gay, who's straight, who's who's transitioning. Like, who cares? Who cares, bro. Are we all in this together and we all gonna go out? Mm-hmm. We all gonna go out together. Crazy, like. Oh, like, damn, I'm talking educated. Like, what do you want me to, like, start gangbanging? Yeah, six? right? Like, <laughs> that culture where it's like, you sound white. I dealt with that so much. Damn, to the point where I believed it. And it's like, bro, how do you... What does a black person sound like to y'all? So it's like, if I... If I don't sound, what, ghetto as hell, I don't sound black anymore? That's racist. <laughs> That's racist. That is racist. Like, bro, come on now. And colorism is... Like, to be a colorist... Like, I get it if people have preference. Everybody got their preference for what somebody wants to look like. But it's like, bro, if you really going to hate somebody because they are darker, because they are lighter, get a life. Just get a life. You, you got too much to be worried about if that's what you're fucking concerned with. That's a lot of, like, school things. So, like, primary school, definitely where it happens the most. Yeah, and that shit gets instilled in people throughout their adulthood. Well, it's it's very much due to, like, how they are raised and how they grow up. Yeah, it's very... mm -hmm. And the the fact is, that was a thing when our parents were, like, growing up, right? Yeah, I think it's a generational problem, for sure. Yeah, that's why it gets instilled into the next generation. And it keeps being a thing because it keeps getting instilled in that early stages of development that it becomes like second nature just to think stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's crazy, <laughs> like, like not like a lot of co- like, like you can go to like a Mexican culture or something like that. I know you know they'll have something to be like I guess connected to, but a lot, like a lot of us don't have that. No. We just. No, we don't. The only thing we have is our parents to be. Yeah, all we got is uh, what? Good shit. Yeah, that too. Rhythm, other stereotypes. It's crazy. Hold on, what were we and Tone talking about? Because that kind of delved accidentally into. uh... Mm. (laughs) Miss it. I believe no oranges are. That reparations thing is tough. Cause my friend always brings it up too. I'm like, yo, we're just gonna spend it on the same. Are there people who like, bags and stuff? Are there people who still like, you know, like still on There are still people who unironically say that. That's interesting. No, I know someone, and like, but like the money mm-hmm. isn't gonna solve the fundamental issues. Like the, it's not. It's not. Like, what you gonna pay me for that? Like you still gonna be a racist motherfucker the next day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro, and we're gonna spend it on Gucci bags and like that. That's just the culture, like that. Here's the thing, that's though. Crazy. I'll still take that money, though. <laughs> I mean, I'll yeah, take it. It's true. <laughs> like I'll take it, but it's like. I'll be honest. I don't think it'll fix the problem. But I'll take that money. It's facts. I agree. <laughs> like there's something. This issue took generations to build to the point that it is now, and I feel like it's going to take generations still to get rid of it. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Cause like something like racism, that's not something you gonna get rid of in one generation, bro. 
You gotta be teaching people like get rid of that shit. Generations, generations, generations to come, and you gotta spread that message worldwide. So like even like you gotta make sure you get this information to the children who are being raised by racist parents, especially. They're the ones that need to hear that shit the most, if you ask me. You don't need to tell this to these progressive children so much as these, you know, these racists. No. But it's because these children who are being raised by these racist parents, they're not racist yet. That's true. But as much as I agree with that, I don't think that it's ever going to fully dissipate. You don't think, I think so? I think, think it's like a part of human kind of human nature type thing. Yeah, because humans are selfish, right? That is true. We are like inherently they're, destructive creatures too. Yeah, they we find reasons to hate to destroy that is true. The, to find something to make it not what it is because mm -hmm. of some kind of inherent belief that we are better than our peers mm -hmm. um that's why like man believes that they're top of the food chain they're really not but we think <laughs> they are <laughs> and and if someone if, here's the thing racism is a, just a branch of like jealousy and segregation and hatred and those things are not going anywhere like, even if you, even if, like, hundreds of years from now, like, people are all fully mixed together and stuff like that, someone will still get jealous or hate someone because they're better than them at this or something like that. And then they're going to equate that to some part of them. And part of that might be their race or mm. one of the things that they're mixed with. Like... Oh, this person's only good at basketball because he's black or something like that. Like people are still going to say things like that, and that's going to lead to racism, mm -hmm. and that's going to spread. And I don't think that we're ever going to fully be able to dissipate that because it's so ingrained into human nature. You know, I think there was a cartoon that talked about that, like with what uh, Tone said too. Like, imagine everybody looked the same way. You know, you guarantee someone to find a way to put themselves above others. There was a cartoon that did that. I forgot what uh -huh. what episode did that. But it was like everybody was like damn near the same. And then there was one of them found something to make them different. And then they, uh -huh. they were automatically like better because they uh, were different. Agent, that's what Agent said about putting in the chat. I, just, I heard that like recently. It's like, oh, that, that kind of that makes sense. I was listening on the podcast. Mm. Yeah, Peter Pear? That makes sense. Oh, yeah. yeah no free promotion. <clears throat> it is pretty... <laughs> <laughs> it is. Imagine if we end up on fucking Peter Pear. Oh, I mean, oh, I live man. in Atlanta, so... You could actually end up there. I'm, I'm just shut by the front door. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I wanted to, I guess, say... Uh, you know, to add to what you guys were saying about human nature and whatnot... Is like, uh, can I remember this? Everybody fucking, oh my god. Human beings suck. That's essentially what I wanted to say. Yeah. And like, 
Oh yeah, I remember. I wanted to say this. There is a... Like, the thing that I think most greatly benefits us and once and at the same time, you know, demoralizes us is the fact that we've accepted, you know, that we're able to accept that life isn't fair. You know, because we have the ability to think and whatnot. We accept that life isn't fair. We accept that there, you know, there's some people who don't, but there are a lot of people who know for a fact that life isn't fair. I feel like damn everybody knows that. It's just whether you accept it, but everybody knows. Everybody knows that there are winners and losers. And because of that, everybody knows. And some people accept the fact that there's just, because they're winners and losers, there's discrimination. Where there's competition, there is some sort of discrimination. And they're like the world, earth, human nature, animal nature is competition. It's just yeah. the thing with animals, for example, their discrimination is death <laughs> for the most part. Like I caught you by the watering pond by yourself. You, you're, you're done. That's what the competition leads to. It's just like for us humans, our competition leads to more than that. Yeah. Our desire to want to be the top dog, our desire to want to be the best, to be better than our peers, leads to us viewing our you know ourselves as above. And it's because it's so built is it's like it's really a nature thing, bro. It's instinct, damn near to want to do that. So it's such a such an interesting thing. Is just something that's you know turned itself into some you know stuff that's been so disgusting because humans have found ways to turn it into things that are so disgusting as opposed to you know just pure survival. People have turned it into sick sports. I've had these about for like thirty minutes because this conversation was interesting. I didn't I didn't want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Go. Okay, thank you. You can go, bro. Go. My two percent. All right, now that Ninja's gone, let's talk. I'm let's talk about something even more. Just <laughs> go, go Ninja. Go. This man laughed. Hmm. <laughs> shit that makes you sick because we could be directing the energy towards something else to help everyone as a whole yeah we could but it's in our nature not to mm -hmm. to an extent to an extent because while we don't want to help everybody you know our instincts is to help our own and i think one of the things that could help us as a whole is viewing all of humanity as our own is just that we will we ever be able to do that <laughs> yeah that's the question we we currently do not. We struggle to do that. Uh -huh. And there are so many systems in place with the society, this advanced ass society that we built that just make it even harder for us to view everybody as our own. We have all this accessibility through social media, right? Everybody's the most. This is some like stuff I just heard in a fucking documentary, but it rings so damn true. We have the world is the whole world is accessible to us. 
And because of that, we're the most divided we've ever been. Yeah. That shit is crazy. We're at a point of our lives where we could all be together the most that we've ever been. And because of that, we are the most divided. Huh. Tough. Sorry, what happened? Motherfuckers from outside the U.S. talking about this BLM and police brutality and shit. Those motherfuckers act like this shit doesn't happen in their own country. But yeah, it does happen. Sure. Yeah, it happens everywhere. It happens everywhere. Ooh, damn. Let me bring up... Who is it? Preach? I don't know who... Which one's up? Mm. It's like uh, Americans are kind of stuck in a bubble, I guess, and they'll think other issues exist. Which is, is a fair point. Yeah, I feel like everybody does that, though. Like, yeah, but you just kind of focus on your... So you just focus on what your old, what your old people are doing, or your old like little space. It's not a bad thing, though. I, I guess you focus on the things you can uh, control. Pretty much. Yeah, but what can you control, really? I mean, if you're, you know, I mean, if you're a regular person, I mean, you can. Uh, damn, I don't know, bro. I was just going to make up an answer. <laughs> like people in the UK be having knife attacks. Crazy. Yeah, bro. That shit's weird. Like, ayo, bro. Like, come on. And they still got, what, a fucking... A matriarchy? Like, they yeah, got why, a do little, why do you have a queen? Crown? Bro. <laughs> that, I think that is, like... That's always weirding me out. Like, why do you have a queen in 20... <laughs> They have kids. like that's I, I look at the family tree. Look at the family tree. It's, it's, I think so. Let me I'm gonna pull it up on let me see if I can look up. Wait, what? The like the queen, the king and queen. show tree. before the UK ninjas come after us. Oh. Wait, what's it called? UK. I just well, think it's weird. You know, but isn't that um the whole thing with the royal family, like why um Harry and um, what's his wife's name? Uh, uh I remember, I don't remember. Megan, right Megan, uh, yeah, yeah, Megan. yeah, why Harry and Megan actually like said that they were leaving the royal family because yeah. of like all the stuff that was going on. Mm hmm. You know, it's crazy the fact that people didn't believe it from the I've been preached video. Like, I saw that people didn't oh believe. My God. That people that, are concerned that. about the appearance of their baby. Like, that's just not common. Like, these people obviously don't know about colorism. What the fuck are you talking about? When people say, oh, oh remember, remember I said something like, I was they act like racism don't exist. I didn't want to, like, I'd have, like, a racist story. And I was like, oh, man, that, that didn't happen. Like, come on. Man. It didn't happen. <laughs> what? <laughs> racism, bro. Like, dude, were you was... there? Do you know it's 2021? Come on now. Come on now. We got over that a long time ago. The earth is flat and the moon landing was faked. Right? People are fucking... People are interesting creatures. Mm-hmm.
Um, what's going on here? Oh, it's, yep, it's back. Okay. Okay, we back. It's a little hiccup. But uh, Ninja, I'm just I just want to say real quick on Jetro's at the bathroom. I I'm I'm really liking what we're doing this season, bro. Oh yeah. So far. Season started off hot. These episodes are sick. Some good discussion. Mm -hmm. We got two fire episodes in a row. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect to get this deep. Right? Many of the first cousins produces a seal one of. They are. Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip are. Third cousins? <laughs> Megan Markle, you should have done your research. You oh, my God. You knew what you were getting Oh, by into. the way, uh, Tone, would you want to join the pod one of these days? It won't be for a little while. And actually, I'm it seems like I'm starting to get people's lined up. <laughs> I'm asked Tone, what should, we could talk about table? the Vine Game community. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, ask about all the fighting in community. Well, we should, talk about all bring Ray on the pod and ask her what she brings to the table. <laughs> bring who? Ray, ask, ask the table. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ruby said earlier she don't even fucking cook. <laughs> oh, yeah, never mind. Damn. She said it. I mean, she bring a bag. She bring a bag, though. Man. But it's like... When you hear a lot of what a lot of dudes care about, men don't give a fuck about that. Right men on. don't care. I mean, she bring it to the table, though. She do bring it. That is something, but like... It's something. <laughs> yeah, funny question. I mean, why we got JTRF on here? Shit, uh, when Ruby comes on here, we'll ask her when she's tipsy, because that's when she said she'll get on the pod. Oh, yeah, I'd be tipsy, though. I don't know. Is this not a warm, welcoming, non casting environment? Welcome back, JTRF. Good to be back. Yeah. I was just telling him how the uh, the Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip are third cousins, apparently. At least they're not brother and sister. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is disgusting. Like, I think I think the UK just needs to get rid of kings and queens. Like, we're not living in the 1400s. And there's still people like that one dude on that TV show who take the shit so seriously. I don't, that UK guy? I don't, I don't know who that is. Piers? Yeah. Morgan? Piers Morgan. There you go. The commentator. That's all I know him as. Uh, My... Of the uh, UK and royal family and stuff is very even limited. Yeah, I don't know much. Bro, look at this. Yeah, guy. I hate. Like, what type of ideas that keep the bloodline pure, bro? Like, do they not understand yeah. how incest works? Have they seen Naruto? Yeah. Oh, folks, awesome. You too, Chia. Ugh. Bro, look at this guy. Yeah. Like, how is he not dead yet? Like, no offense, but like. He, he, he looks like he's on his Is it Queen Elizabeth 94? She old as hell. Queen Elizabeth, I knocked the ankles off. <clears throat> she. Oh. 
I'm joking. I'm joking. Yo, yo, yo okay. I gotta cut that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they do. They do not like. Like, are are they also keeping their receding hairline into the <laughs> to the, to the pools? <laughs> like, look at this. It's 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 receding. That's that's not a good look. <laughs> I don't think the queen is real, bro. There's no way she she's totally. Like, I don't think, bro. It's it like look at if you look at the prince and the queen, they do not look like the fact that she's still here is crazy to me. She could be eating good, bro. Ain't no way. Y'all, y'all need to just end the stop this royalty stuff. Mm. <laughs> but I'm, yeah, I'm not from the UK, so I don't know what's going on with y'all inside stuff. We got Alabama, so it's about closest we can get. Oh my god! All right. On that note, bro, I'm pretty much out of questions. Ninja, you got anything else? Uh, nope. I don't really have any uh anything else. J Trev, you got anything you want to ask? Uh, now nah, I'll be honest. The um the whole situation with uh, J.K. Rowling really is what I was like. I need to say my two cents about this. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, I guess we could start the outro now. It's been it's been like what three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. How, how would I? How would you even edit a podcast? Do you have to actually like watch the whole thing again? I think you need to sit there and listen to a good chunk of it. Right, I'm gonna hire my brother. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> hear the Pico song. Just which version do you want to hear? Just uh, find the part where I start talking about that one game and just cut everything out. <laughs> <laughs> Yonder a simulator. I didn't say the name for a reason. Yep. <laughs> but all right, uh, J Trev, thank you for being the first guest of season three of Melon Tree. Thank you for all the discussions. Thank you for being so open and you know willing to talk about you know all these topics. And thank no. you for like you know providing as much substantive information. You know, it, a, on substantive substantive takes as you have provided today. It's really very much appreciated bro your social link will be uh, upgraded fact your social <laughs> link is that? gone to max right now like what is our social link it's max it's max <laughs> what's your what's your uh second persona bro talk to me gotcha. um it's uh finrear <laughs> okay <laughs> big ass dog <laughs> yeah Nice. But yeah, to everybody who doesn't know about JTrev23, JTrev, a game, a game, a little dev. Game dev. He also makes some fire ass beats for his music. He does it on his own. He's working on the game right now. Transfer, transference, transfer of essence. Yep. Be on the lookout for it. Everybody who's listening to this, be on the lookout. Game is fire. The demo should be officially on Steam uh, by the end of the month. Oh, yeah. So anybody who is interested in an RPG-style uh, game that has a 
the similar you know grid style layout as fire emblem and also the you know weakness and resistance and the elemental uh aspect of persona check it out it has a lot it's gonna have a lot of characters probably i imagine it will be a rich storyline Mm-hmm. Bosses difficulty all your fucking all you can handle. Check it out. Tom said he listens to it uh, when he works too. <laughs> oh, thanks. So, uh, I haven't made anything in a minute. I need to get back to it. <laughs> yes, sir. Need to make some beats, boy. So, but yeah, I'm really uh, that. Is, that makes me smile, Tom. Thanks. Better get your ass in that stew. Jerry Trev in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I can talk about to go hard. stupid. I don't know go why. Ahead, bro. Let's do it. This is not important at all, but <laughs> um uh I think Konami has like officially officially run out of ideas for Yu-Gi-Oh. It needs to just be canceled. What happened? <laughs> they announced uh, today um, the uh, Sushi Warship archetype. What? Yes. Sushi Warship? <laughs> yes. The whole archetype is about a bunch of like sushi bowls like forming a warship. I'm not joking. You can Google. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I saw that today, and I'm just, just like Konami, just giving up. You've already lost most of your fan base, anyway. Yeah, they need to stop. Just you know, that is another topic that I'm. I'm gonna scratch on it briefly here. Like, people need to just come up with some new IPs, bro. I'm tired of people doing all this remastering and rehashing and shit. I'm sick of remastering. Make some new shit. Are y'all not creative? Like, fuck. I appreciate y'all bringing some classics back, but it's like, I want to see some new. Make some Mm -hmm. Show me some new characters, some new storylines, bro. Damn. We're going to remake the remake and then remake it again. (laughs) <laughs> they just dropped a Neo 2 remake. Like they <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's what I'm creating. I don't mind remakes that actually like add content. I don't like, mind them as much. Like if like the ones that just remake it for the sake of remaking it doesn't do anything, those bother me because I might mm-hmm. as well just play the original. But yeah, like Final Fantasy VII remake yeah. is substantive enough. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII remake is like a completely different game set yeah. in the same storyline, uh, which is very interesting. Even Persona Five Royal, it is not exactly the same story. Nope. I I, I will. They say went above that, and beyond for that one. Yeah, yeah I will say that like. There's some questionality on which one is truly canon, considering mm-hmm. Strikers follows original. Yeah, as far as the original and Strikers is fucking sick. Yeah, Strikers is amazing. 
Um, I low key um, might might prefer the strikers timeline over the royal timeline. I, can, I need to think I, about it more though. That yeah, and because the know. thing is, Maruki bro is a top tier top tier antagonist. Yes, yes he is. He's one of the greatest antagonists in gaming. And that that boss fight at the end, oh. <laughs> like mechanically, it was it wasn't hard or it shouldn't be if you were like broken, but emotionally, mm-hmm. that fight hit bar. Yo, that shit was that was a philosophical battle more than a fight, bruh. Oh yeah, Tony. Oh, I love no, it. Yeah, uh, two different timelines. Yeah, Royal is in in, in its own timeline. Ro- technically, uh, Strikers takes place after the original storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know what happened at Atlas. I don't know <laughs> what what made them decide that, but they just like they're like, I think they, let's make two timelines. No, I think they just gave like, um strikers to koi tecmo it was like mm-hmm. all right here you go uh make a sequel based off of the game uh we're gonna just uh you know make some minor tweaks you know not, nothing's much gonna change and then koi tecmo releases strikers and then sees royal and it was like mm-hmm. yeah i need to be on the same page <laughs> y'all didn't tell me atlas was on that bullshit All right, but this is why I say gaming is has been dry because like man, y'all just I don't, yeah. don't want to play the same remakes every every three <laughs> months. And I feel the same way about TV too. It's a lot of rehash shit. Yeah, I haven't watched TV in a long. Especially time. like Cartoon Network is not <laughs> Cartoon Network is <sighs> ass now compared to what it was back then, bro. That's not and Nickelodeon and all of them. Hmm? Cartoon Network used to be great. Right, remaking used... Teen Titans and everything. Excellent fucking cartoons, bro. Excellent. Like two thousand Cartoon Network was on top. Mm-hmm. Two thousand Cartoon Eddie. Network was the best. Yes, Ed and Eddie. Ed and Eddie, my boy, Grim Adventures of Billy and Eddie. Yeah, to... they, they literally just remade all those shows. Like, why? Are, why yeah, like... pretty much. It's just, it's just so money driven. What do you say, Ajitra? Yeah, I got Code it. Code next door. Oh my god. I'm getting nut. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't think that was what you should have said after Code Name Kiss Next oh, Door, but right, okay, right. carry on. I mean I mean I mean the plot was was, was... <laughs> yeah, <that> yeah. <laughs> FBI open up. See this is why I can't I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See how streamers is be getting canceled, man. You can't edit this shit out. <laughs> it was one of the greatest shows, though. Honestly, Kids Next Door. That shit was sick. Oh, by the way, uh, you can put your podcast for free on Spotify. It's it's free. Oh, really? Yeah, they okay. changed it. I guess one of those. Okay, so we can start posting it then. Whenever you, whenever you're, whenever you want, since you pretty much yeah, do I, all I'm the. I'm to get them off editing. of your channel though, because uh. I can't like download them. I mean, I can make a. Um, it's like five gigabytes. A different Spotify. Oh, you mean download it from my Twitch? Yeah. 
Oh, I might just start with the third season. Yeah, but the first the first episode was on your your thing. Oh yeah, true, true, true. Okay, yeah. I'll uh, I'll I'll download that and I'll we could make a mountain tree uh Spotify channel. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, we'll put it on there. Alright, that sounds good. Okay, sick. And then we'll look into Apple Music and shit. Okay. Cool. Oh, we about to start. You... We about to be on Spotify, people. Ugh. Nice. I wonder how you get your stuff, uh, your stuff noticed. I, I don't really know how, like, Discovery is on those things. Uh, it's probably an algorithm, something like YouTube, bro. You probably need to get like, some sort of notice. You have to get some people to watch it first, I imagine. Yeah. I, I or don't, listen I don't, to it. I don't and then they'll put start putting your stuff out. I'll get some people to listen to it, I think. Yeah. Especially since, you know, if I tell them it's on Spotify now, they'll be more incentivized than if I'm like, here, watch a VOD. They can just listen to it in the background. Watch a VOD. <laughs> watch a VOD. Watch a VOD. Alright, well, I guess we'll get that set up. I, I have free time, but I just, like, being inside, I just feel uh, so un unmotivated. But I, I, I'm not watching, like, a lot of videos, I'll get some money, man. I, I'm just like, man, I gotta, I gotta... Like oh, I felt motivated. Not like well, money for like this, but like that? money to not what's it called? Yeah, J -J. I'm watching like a lot of like motivation videos and whatever. Oh, so. I just posted the shit up that I was talking about. <laughs> Yuck. You were talking about lack of motivation though, Ninja? Yeah. And like I've been watching a lot of videos like, oh, you know, maybe I should get a ball for my Botox. Uh, like with the stimulus, I'm probably gonna put my the stock market to start. You know, said that's the me about to get you off your ass. Hey man, I I'm gonna try to flip this man because I feel that. Put that in the stocks. Yeah. Oh, now I remember what I wanted to say before we end the podcast. I know you guys talking about like how you started the lottery thing, but mm -hmm. for me, like I, I remember I was graduating high school. I was like, everyone wants to be like a doctor, engineer, and everything. And, like I was like, I, I don't know, man. That stuff that didn't seem appealing to me. Still kind of doesn't. Mm. Well, I mean, shit. That's but the way it is, right? Family. Yeah. You trying to be an entrepreneur, Ninja? Yeah, because I'm. I'm probably. I want to start a business, but I haven't figured out what yet. Hmm. Why do you want to do that? Oh, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Why'd I look over there? <laughs> yeah, it's you got a camera on, like people saw you looking. <laughs> I, I I would just like to control my income. I think that's a good way to put it. Mm. I okay, like you don't want other like, people handing the the bag to you. You want to get yeah, it especially with this pandemic. How many people were just let go like that? <laughs> so, true. Mm -hmm. OnlyFans is calling That's me too, right, man, bro. <laughs> bro, someone... Well, shout out to people on OnlyFans, too. Hey. Okay, Dang. so... Facts. Okay, so... There's I almost this, bought uh, one. The, uh, this, this just reminded me when... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Sorry, go, go ahead. Go ahead. 
like the, the whole thing about like what like <laughs> like you want to do and all right there there was this movie uh that's no longer on netflix and i'm upset about it it was a gay movie and like it literally starts off with like the guy saying that um <laughs> he he was watching some uh stuff and realized that that's what he wanted to do no, like on camera uh this was a movie but basically he was like um prostitute after he watched you know some uh adult entertainment videos mm-hmm. um, like he, he said as a kid like that's what he wanted to do jesus that's out of pocket <laughs> like like shout out to my uh, sex workers yeah for real like you gotta think of that too because people do choose to do that as well sometimes like mm-hmm. like some people they just they, they think that that is what they want to do like that's yeah. that that's their life yeah those people get all respect for me too like respect mm-hmm. i won't hate on nobody for that yeah Get your shit off Reddit anyway. Uh, anyways, uh-uh. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> On that note, I think we should stop. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to bring that yeah, up. That, yeah, that's that just came to my mind because uh, <laughs> of what they just said. <laughs> oh no, he's, he's getting all the sex workers. We're getting banned. But yeah, that's, that was my origin. I've always been like that since I was a kid, though. Mm-hmm. Like three. Yeah, that's all I got. That makes sense. But alrighty. Like, one more thought. Here's one more thing. That I, I tell you mm-hmm. about the uh, business I had, what, two years ago or a year ago? But the the game accounts. Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, that was that was a racket, man. I was making money in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was balling. Was it was those like gotcha game things? Yeah, I, I was selling accounts with stones on them. And I had an automated system that would just uh, sell them while I was sleeping. That, oh man, Jeez. people people were stealing my ideas. I was making less money. But, yeah. Well, how much? Well, I mean, like, what's the range that you made off the? I was like low thousand. Okay. Like, well, below below like three thousand. What are you saying, Jethro? Cut out of it. That's me. Hmm. Same. This wasn't a stimmy. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it only cost me fifty dollars to get the program, and I just started from there. Oh, let's talk about a flip, golly! Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I was like, I need, I need to make because I, I just left my job too. I was like, man, good shit. Oh yeah, that was just a, I guess, a startup. Yeah, yeah that's, man. that's all I got. All right. Well, J. Trev, again, thank you for mm-hmm. uh, being a guest on this episode, man. Being the first guest of season three. What a way to start it off, man. Appreciate it. All good. I'll see you next year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Oh. Back on the pod. <laughs> we going to make this a, a seasonal thing. <laughs> One guest appearance per season from J. Trev. Yeah, well. One guest appearance per season. <laughs>
It's crazy because this thing is uh the seasons last the last season lasted like all year and a half. Yeah, the last one lasted a long ass time. Because I, I didn't I didn't realize the background was changing the season, so I, I didn't ever change it. Hmm. I'm glad we decided to go to season three though. I feel like that revived this revived oh. it a bit. Oh definitely. I've had a lot of motivation. Mm -hmm. Alright. With that being said, thank y'all for listening. We about to be on Spotify soon. Be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for J Trev's uh demo of transference gonna be on Steam. Listen to J Trev's music on SoundCloud. Look up J Trev23 on SoundCloud. Check the boy out, the boy.